14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. And now, from the beautiful Lakeside Studios of Wave Radio Boston, it's the first wave with John. I don't remember. Kevin McHale. Don't, uh, <laughs> ever, ever, ever call me stupid. Okay. Pete. It was like a, a, the pot of gold at the end of the leprechaun's rainbow. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. And Becca Lee. I'm lactose intolerant. Stings the nostrils. In a good way. Thank God for them internets. Dance off, bro. Me and you. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Is right here. Right now. Well, we're waiting. And now, the program recommended by four out of five proctologists. You're right, first wave on Wave Radio Boston. All right, we are back. We had a hiatus there. That was really weird. Yeah. That it, was weird for me to have a hiatus. I don't know about you guys. I, I was. It I, was very strange. I was stuffed and engorged uh, at the time that we would have been live last week. <laughs> so. Stuffed and engorged. Yes, both at the same oh, time. All right, I'm not uh, asking any questions there. No. Stay puffed. Uh, yeah, he, stay he, puffed. he might have. He might have need to say to it, stay it was, puffed. Actually. It was. It was ugly. It I was almost ugly. didn't find my way back. <laughs> then I realized you guys actually changed the sign on purpose. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that sign, of course, would read Wave Radio Boston, and we are the first wave. I'm Pete. That guy over there, that's John Anthony. Good evening, everyone. And across from him, the lovely Becca Lee. Hello. And we are, uh, I hope you guys are strapped in tonight because we are in for a treat. We have uh, with us in the studio, settling in, the one, the only local Boston, hell with Boston, music legend. Yeah, let's go with music legend. I think it... He's played enough other places. Uh, may may have come out of here. And, yeah, right. Yeah, local exactly. boy made good kind yeah. of thing. People know him everywhere. 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 And we're, of course, talking about Mr. Sal Baglio uh, of the Stompers uh, fame. Yep. and amongst uh, many other things. And most recently of the Amplifier Heads, which we've been playing uh, Big Wax Lips yeah. uh, for the past tune. few shows. <laughs> that is an amazing tune. song. Love that song. So very, very cool. Uh, so we are very, very fortunate to have him in, in studio. But we want to make sure you guys get lined up on the phone and text line so how do you get a hold of us listener line you want to call in i uh, have a question for sal 617-829-9283 the text line you can always send us a text from your phone 617-764-9283 that's right and uh we've got so we're gonna spend a little bit of time with sal chatting and then he's gonna play a couple songs for us and uh we will be just geeking out like a couple of teenagers yeah this is uh this is one of those times where it's like okay gotta make it to the studio gotta yes, make it to the studio absolutely. not missing this one absolutely uh so coming off a uh, big uh, big holiday weekend uh and so we had our holiday and then immediately thump 
uh, winter arrived. <laughs> Two feet of snow. Yeah. So uh, so we're all in the holiday spirit, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, whether we want to be or not. So I just want to hit the holiday spirit. <laughs> is pretty much what I'm looking for right now. Well, yes, that's uh, that kind of comes with the territory. Yes, very it does. Often. Spiced uh, anything would be fine with <laughs> me right uh, now. So are you going with spiced stuff? Uh, you 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 like to heat your alcohol? Do you uh, spiced rum? Uh, I don't care what it is. If it's if it's warm and spicy, that works for me. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so you're going to cut that later. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. That is a, that will be a bumper that at some point. That will be a bumper. Yes. 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 Uh, much uh, much like you know some some things. We, you know, it always happens. Uh, people say things that they regret, and then we capture them. That's it. Uh, oh. So you know, poor JP. <laughs> she will live in infamy. That's all right. It's coming forever. up soon. You yes. Know? Yeah, yes. Only, couple weeks. Couple weeks. weeks. Couple weeks. Our our Christmas show on the nineteenth uh, this year. It's the nineteenth this year. All right. On the 19th. I'm going to have to make sure that I take the 20th off. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that is a good Friday to take <laughs> I, off. I think I may have to take that day off. That's right. We we'll um, have to put in our uh, eggnog order at the farm ahead of time. Uh, you, you want to do eggnog tasting again? We you always think? have to do one. Well, all right. We all just right. change alcohol. Well, yeah, we have to come it. up with some creative alcohol combinations for that. According yes. to John Anthony, we need spicy. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah, we got to add some spicy spiciness yeah. to it. And uh, did we? I don't think we even actually came up with a consensus as to the best because I think we all liked something different. Yeah, we did. And and it wasn't like we were... Apple brandy, I think. Oh, that uh, was the I worst. Think, I, I think I, I like that one. Really? Actually. See, I thought that was the worst one ever. So yeah. so that's what's great about that is uh, stay tuned for that show. That yeah. show is... Uh, uh, Two weeks. It's a little bit nuts. Uh, <laughs> it can get a little bit out of control. Yeah. We, first, uh, first, uh, first one of those we did, uh, we had a live mic all night long. Yes, we did. So that was interesting. Uh-huh. Yes, it was. Uh, but uh, since then, it just it does kind of tend to devolve a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to line something up special for that night uh, to do maybe some in studio name that tune nice. perhaps nice uh, with a friend of the show who uh, we spoke to a while ago so trying to line that up yep. still not, be not 100% sure but it will be a great show and I actually just found out about some new music uh, our friend Maverick has just released a Christmas album Fantastic. Right. Yep. So check that out on Bandcamp. It's, uh, I believe it's called A Maverick Tastic Christmas. Right. <laughs> well, uh, produced and I believe it's uh, produced by uh, Alex Simpson of Sons Lunars. No kidding. So uh, fantastic. Yep. Yep. So check that out uh, as well. All right. Uh, we've already done uh, way too much talking yeah, for this no evening. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to the rest of the show much later. <laughs> that's right. We'll have plenty we have, of time to kibitz and talk about silly stuff. We have very, very important things to do. That's right. So uh, let's, uh, let's play a little music and do a little business. And on the other side of this break, Sal Baglio.
house ready for the harsh New England winter? Don't let this happen to you. Boston Generator is a full service and sales provider. Need a generator? They're the only Cummins authorized dealer north of Boston. Have a generator? They're also a full service repair and maintenance shop. Got a generator on your RV, your boat, your home, wherever it's mounted, they can fix it or make sure it's ready when you need it. Scheduling a service appointment is easy on bostongenerator.com. Be sure to mention Wave Radio Boston for $30 off an oil change. Don't be left out in the cold and dark this winter. Call 617-763-7821 or go to bostongenerator.com to schedule your service or speak with your friendly salespeople about a new generator. Don't forget to mention Wave Radio Boston for $30 off your oil change. Once again, that's 617-763-7821 or go to bostongenerator.com. Boston Generator, giving you the power when you want it, where you want it. Call us at 617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you. Uh, Thank you, thank you, Batman. And we are back on the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. And I uh, have the privilege to uh, welcome to our airwaves, uh, Mr. Sal Baglio. Sal, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. This is great. This is, it is our pleasure. There yes. is no doubt about I, that. I believe honor, pleasure, the yes. whole thing goes in there. Exactly. It's, it's, it, it's not every day we have someone who has as much uh, experience in music and venues and who you've played with and who you've mm. played on bills with and all that. Absolutely fantastic. And, and you know, damn big band going on at, at, at one point. That's right. Uh, you know, one of the more popular bands in the country for a little while. So absolutely fantastic to have Sal in with us. Uh, again, if you guys want to, any questions for Sal, that type of thing, 617-829-9283 is our listener line. You can give us a call there. Or uh, a little more modest, a little shy. Send us a text, 617-764-9283. So let's, let's get right into uh, to the new project. Uh, you know, most of our listeners are going to know you from your Stompers days, of course. Right. Um, which, you know, had some of the most amazing, iconic music, uh, you know, of its time. Um, some of our, our favorites, uh, you know, but let's let let yeah we'll get back we'll to get that. back to that. But yeah. we want we want to talk to you about what you came in for the new uh, the new album uh, under the name Amplifier Heads, right? Uh, and I love the album title Lauda, yes. uh, spelled properly uh, as a as a Bostonian, <laughs> spelled like Chowda, exactly Lauda. Um, so tell tell us uh, how how the Amplifier Heads kind of come about and what's the record all about. So um, I was ready to make another record. It had been a while. Uh, between records, I think the last time I, I might have recorded was 2003. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, it, it's been a, it's been a while. Yeah, so it was time. I wanted sure. I wanted to do another record, and essentially, it's a solo record. Yeah, but um, I like the idea of a band. Okay, and I like the idea of a name of a band. Okay, and so. That's why I gave it that rather than here's a record by Sal Baglio. Well, that was going to be one of my questions is there's never really been a, a solo Sal Baglio record, right? Uh, th- actually, there are. There, there are, are? There are two um, that I recorded lo-fi okay. at home. Oh, okay. I was in a mood. 
Yeah. And and I recorded I recorded two records under under my full name, okay. Salvatore Baglio. Oh, ah, okay. And um and, and they were out there okay. in, in uh, internet land. I was gonna you know? say last yeah. sold in strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, it was after that. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. And and I put out two records uh, yeah. under Rocky Rhymes. Right, right, right. Exactly. right. Yeah. So There's some great music on those. So so but it had been a while mm-hmm. and and it was time okay. to do, to do a record and um, I went into uh, this great studio in Medford, Mass, uh-huh. with my friend Ducky Carlisle. Uh, Ducky of uh, Barons Whitfield and many, many other you, you uh, could, projects. You could list that for, forever. I know, yeah. I, mean, I know, it's really, crazy. Really wonderful guy. And basically, we made the record together. Yeah. He played drums and I played everything else. Wow, okay. Um, on a few cuts, I brought some friends in to play sure. bass. Yeah. Uh, baritone sax oh cool yeah and so it was time i felt like doing a record these songs all worked i looked over a batch of songs that i've written over the years Mm -hmm. and they there was a line that that connected all these songs together both musically sure and lyrically yeah nice yeah and um and we did it I, I love. Uh, I was reading some of the uh, reviews, and um, by far my favorite review is more hick- more hooks than a pirate graveyard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's so true. The album is just like song after song. It's that you know two and a half, three and a half minute, unbelievable song that just hits you between the eyes. It, it's a it's a quick record. Yeah, it's a quick record. I I did that purposely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had enough for a double record. Sure. Um, these songs work together in a way I wanted them to go go into each other as mm-hmm. soon as possible and uh, I think it's 28 minutes oh, wow. rock and roll it is <laughs> straight up rock and roll it is great we haven't and, had and, one of those in a while yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like those. you know what's great about that is that there's there's no there's there's no intermission in that in that yeah. entire album no. it is really really yeah. good yeah. Well, the, the, and there's a few reasons for that one is it was just the, the vibe I had and the idea that I had but I don't know that people listen to records anymore and give it much time. I don't know mm-hmm. how many people listen right. more than a few seconds, and mm-hmm. then they right. then they go on to the next song. It's just the way that it is. Right. It wasn't that way for me growing up. Sure. And, no. and I yeah, not for us either. For no. no. The, the the album was an experience. It, yeah. When a record came out, you know, you you put it on at the beginning, and mm-hmm. you you. It, it took you to wherever it was going, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and so I wanted to do that, but in a kind of a quicker, yep. sure. quicker way. Sure. Um, Smart in, in in these days is is if you can try to at least have the the middle ground, so to speak, of hey, this is still what I'm about about mm-hmm. uh, telling a story, but I'm going to do it a little more quickly than I might have years ago. Now, do you do you feel you've had to change the way you write? Uh, based on kind of the you know lack of attention or you know how people consume music, no, 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 no. It, it's kind of stayed the same. Uh, well, no, I mean the way that I write is the way that I write is pretty much the right, same. Right. But how what I'm writing has changed. Of course, yeah, yeah, since, you're evolving. Yeah, yeah, of since, course. Since the last thing that I did, yeah. which is the Stompers, but um, no, I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think I've. I've it was just interesting to hear you say you consciously made it a quick album for consumption wise. Yep. I just I didn't know if that was a conscious part of your writing as well. No, okay. and I, I just wanted the tunes to 
hit you boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom like that. And yep. before you knew it, yep. 28 minutes went by and you're going, I might, I might want to hear that again. Sure. Right. You know, right. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. I don't know that this is the time for, uh, uh, you know, 18 songs on a, on a CD. I mean, <laughs> right. a, lot of, a lot of artists, a lot of friends of mine aren't even putting out CDs. Yeah. No, it, it's, 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 it's just here's digital. a song. Just here's a digital. Song. Yeah. You know, only um, yeah. uh, downloads only. Uh, I, I didn't. I wanted to offer it both as a CD and, and the modern download thing. Sure, sure. Um, you kind of have to. Yep. Now, I mean, are you, you, you said you played. You know, you brought some friends in. Do you do you like the like living in the more more freedom? Uh, you know, from the recording studio, you know, perspective. I, I'd like to add this guy and not have to. I don't want to say when I say worry, it, it it it's got a lot more political to it than than it intended. But when you're in a band, if there's a bass part, the bass player is going to play the bass part, right? Pretty much. So you know, is there? A, you know, you like that freedom? Well, it's in my bands that mm-hmm. I've had. It, it's always been what I've told them to. to oh, okay. Play. Okay. Um, on occasion, somebody will come up with a better idea. Sure. And I'll say, well, no, no, do that. <laughs> Not what I asked you. Yeah, yeah. That's better. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, I'm glad I'm open to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of right, course. Right, yeah. But, but the way that I've done my my music has mm-hmm. been, I, I when I write it, I know what needs to be in it before we get to the studio. I'm, oh, really? I'm pretty okay. much. Pretty yeah. much you know yeah. what the yeah. bass is going to do, what everything's yeah. going to do. Now, this record, I went in with Ducky. Mm-hmm. I'd go in with an electric guitar. He'd go in the drums. I'd play him the tune, and we'd count it off. He'd hit record, and one take, two takes maybe. Wow. I don't think, I don't think there was anything with three takes. Wow. And we nailed the basic track, and then mm-hmm. I would go in and build it. Sure, right, sure. You know, I'd put in all the guitars I want, yep, the yep, bass yep, that I want, yep. and all the vocals. And I really like working that way. So, you, so you like the the more the digital approach now? It's a lot easier than I, it, it I was before. I don't know before. that it's the digital approach. It's just that the I, modular. I, I like to I like to go in and, and do it myself. You know, it's kind of antisocial. I don't <laughs> like many other musicians. Yeah, that's tink- not true. Uh, yeah, he would tinkerer. Well, that's you, you know what you know what's great about that, Sal, is that it seems like Ducky is a great partner for that type of thing because he appears not to be the kind of guy who wants to put you in some direction somewhere. He's like, how can I help? And, and I, to me, it's it's getting something solid in the backbone and letting you go and do whatever you want to do with it past that. Well, Ducky and I, we come from the same um, musical DNA. We, we, we grew at the same age and we grew up in the same music. Mm-hmm. And so our, our, our uh, conversations and our, our, the way we speak to each other, we know exactly what we're talking about when mm-hmm. we talk about a drum sound. Or yeah, so, I mean, do you, like, kind of say yeah give me something that you know kind of a zombies kind of feel or something like that you know i i almost don't have to even do that oh really i it's it's that good oh wow it's that good where i'll go i'll take a guitar and i'll go ding 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 and sing it to him and he'll go okay well what about this and we'll do it and it'll be great it's because of his talent and it's because uh we're good friends and we've we've we have the same DNA, musical mm. DNA, and uh, and he is just he's just super. The the reason that record sounds as good as it does, if mm. I may say that, yeah, is Please because do. of him. Oh, you know, wow, I mean, very his, cool. His sonic, his ears. Yeah, he, he recorded it, he engineered it. 
mixed the album, mm-hmm. played drums on it, and co-produced. Wow. That's fantastic. So it's funny, we, and we were talking earlier about another uh, drummer friend of yours earlier. What do, and this is just uh, popped into my head. What do you think it is about drummers that seem to make them such good engineers and producers? It seems like a ton of drummers go that direction. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know you're talking about. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, sorry. Of course, Tom, talking about Tom Hambridge. Yeah, yeah, Tom. Tom is a force. To, he's a force, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there if there is a, a reason for that. Yeah. You know, um, Tom, uh, who who I've been fortunate to to be his guitar player since 1999. Um, is he was a, first of all, he was a phenomenal drummer. Just mm-hmm. incredible drummer. He oh, yeah. played, as you know, he played with everyone from Chuck Berry, mm-hmm. Bo Diddley, yep. all the way, yeah, all the way up the line. Yeah, now yeah. he's with Buddy, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the, the amount of people he played with when when he was simply going out and working as a drummer yeah. is amazing. And then he he worked on becoming a songwriter. Right. I, I, I can remember meeting up with him, and he was he's like, I, I know I'm, I'm I'm writing songs now. I want to do this, do that. And the next thing you know, Susan Tedeschi's playing drums for Susan. He wrote uh, Rock Me Right and It Hurt So Bad and produced that record and we all know what happened. <laughs> it was just, you know, one, of, and, and one of my favorite albums of all time is yeah. Just Won't Burn. Yeah. It, it is good just yeah. so good and it was nice to see that that I you can tell, you can hear a little bit of Tom's stamp on that, you know, quite a bit in, in that. Great. That's great. Because you can hear Tom's stamp on every record that he makes for someone. I'm telling you, drummers have a sound so, when yeah, they produce. It, yeah, it, it, I, I know what it is, but I'm not even going to go there. But, <laughs> but, but Tom has a way of writing. He has he has certain things that he does in his in his songs, mm-hmm. and and of course his production because he's he's done. He's won three Grammys for the Buddy Guy records. Yes. right. Which which Ducky Carlisle also worked on. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Right. It's oh great. wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and and but then he's also done records for you know I guess I'm not even going to come close to the amount of people. But George <laughs> Thorogood, yep. uh, Skinnerd guys, a couple of cuts, not whole mm-hmm. albums. Right. Um, Joe Bonamassa, he's written with and mm-hmm. a couple of songs. I mean, I, it just goes on and on and on, and. When you hear it, I know it's a Tom tune. You know? Right, right. He does. He has a sound. It's it's amazing yeah. that it comes through. So, um, so amplifier heads is uh, is what you're doing now. Um, just so um, you played out on Sunday the, this past weekend, right uh, at the Bull Run. Oh, the Stompers did. The, oh, that's right. That was yeah. a Stompers show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yep. was our. Tenth year playing there on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. That's right. It's at the Saturday after Thanksgiving show, and uh, well, got, I saw you. John got up on John Butcher got up on stage with you as he well. He did. He did. Very cool. He did. I didn't Very have cool. to pay him or anything. <laughs> That's always a plus. Yeah, it's a big one. Always a plus. Yeah. And he's off his crutches, which is even better. That's yeah. right. That's right. He hurt his his foot there. Yeah. That yeah. helps. Yeah. yeah. So that was great to have John yeah. come. We we the Stompers usually don't do things like that. So th- so it was a lot of fun to have him come up. And Very cool. Do a couple of songs with us yeah now, so i mean we were talking about we're talking about all, all these bands and, and and people i what was in the water in this area from like 1975 to 1987 it it was such a special time it was such a special time yeah yeah i don't know what was in the water but it was it was certainly a good time to be there <laughs> doing this thing yeah um there were 
So something had happened in, in the mid to late 70s. What happened was uh, most, most venues outside of Boston, most suburban venues, mm-hmm. hired cover bands. Right. right. Whether it was rock or top 40, whatever okay. it was, right? There was, that was the bands that got work. Yep. The Rat mm-hmm. started hiring uh, original bands. And something began to brew there. Mm-hmm. And it was long before I got there. Right. But then, you, you know, you started to hear about that. And mm-hmm. I can remember, like, 1976, I was, I was a teenager. I was playing in a cover band, uh, roaming the, the country, playing, playing in a top 40 cover band. <laughs> and, uh, Which is something else in 1976. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, we don't have time to get into that. But, uh, that's, right. You but, know what? It, it, you got to earn a paycheck somehow. I, uh, you know. I, I, I was barely 18. It was uh, unbelievable. So um, uh, then we started to hear about this, like there's, there's rock bands that play their own music. Mm-hmm. So when I got home, I got off the road, I went down there, and I said, that's it for me. Oh, really? You know, I'm going to put a band together. Nice. I'm going to go play my, my rock and roll, you right. know, the, the, the dream that you have from when you're a child. You sure. know, I'm going to be in a rock band. I'm going to write the songs. We're going to go play. And here's a place where people are doing it, yeah. you know? And people are standing outside when they can't get in. Yeah. It was something, man. It was really something. So, I mean, we got there probably. Uh, we start, Our first gig was in November of 77. So I, we played there either in 77 or 78 for sure. Wow. We began playing there. And Amazing. we did a run of Monday nights at the Rat for a year, I bet. Wow. Oh, um, and then everyone, Monday nights, yeah, most at the people, rat. There was right. three bands, three bands on a Monday night. Yeah, and we we were one of them all the time. That's amazing. And then and then you know we we play an occasional weekend or sure. something, but um, but that's where we learned how to how to do it, right? Know, how to play in front of six people <laughs> and and make sure that they came back the next week with with, with six friend. more, right? Exactly. Right. exactly. That's how you learn that stuff. Yeah. You know, that's when you you you're not going out to a packed house just yet. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, like I said, six people in there and then and you're playing your heart out and they're they're dancing and jumping around mm-hmm. and you go make mm-hmm. sure you come yeah. back next Monday, you know, right. and they did. And that's how we built it. Yep. You know, and amazing. And, uh, and it was it was all word of mouth, right? I mean uh I mean you guys I, eventually got radio play, but yeah, it was so, all word of mouth. Yeah. Yep, yep. It was uh the Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. If you got in the Phoenix, yeah, yep. sure. look at look, playing the rat on a Monday night. That was that was big stuff. <laughs> sure. And you and what happened BCN you, too, right? You put yep, BCN. You you put you made flyers. Oh yeah. yeah. And you went around Boston and you put them up on, on mm-hmm. you know the cops would chase you. <laughs> you know. We're playing at the club. That was another place, the, the club, club in Cambridge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. it, 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 it's the same room that Night Stage oh, okay. uh, became. Mm. Yep. But that was called the club. The club. Yeah, and we would play there and the Rat and then Cantones. And then we we turned, we, we took a hard left and we went to Jonathan Swift's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were able to play Bun Ratties and build up a big college crowd you know yeah. that was yeah. our fan base back in the 70s sure and then 
we ended up uh, get opening up for somebody at the Paradise. Jeez, uh, uh, I can't remember the first time, but <laughs> yeah, you know, we were an opening band yep. for a long time, and then we headlined there, and it was it was great, amazing, and it was uh, amazing, and and do it, and it was happening all over Boston, all over Boston, and then out in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Then there was you know, okay, there's a club in Peabody now, you know, yeah. and then that's where you know the, the the Nervous Eaters are playing there, and the Fools are playing there, and, yeah, and John Butch is playing there, and then yeah. there's the Cape. All of a sudden, it was right. everywhere. Right. The clubs turned around and said, we want original bands. Yep. It just became the thing. It just flipped. At one point, was the rat really hard as, a, um, as an original band to get into? Like, did you see the change from, oh, they'll, they just need people to sign up to play to everybody wanted to play there now. Now you had more original bands. Yeah, but, but I, I didn't personally see that it was hard to get in there. Because you were great. We, we had, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you, Becca. I, 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 got in, I got in early. Yeah, but but yeah. we were we were already kind of in there. Yeah, yeah. And and I should say, you know, we were in there before. You know, once you once you start to put things into boxes, like and you give it names like punk rock, mm-hmm. new wave, and then all of a sudden, you know, if you're not either one of those things, then you're not part of that scene anymore. And so that kind of happened to us. Okay. But it was, but it worked for us, though. See, it worked in our favor, because we went off into, like I told you, we took the hard left, right. and and we 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 found a different audience and a different bunch of places to play. That's not a knock on that, but no. It, mm-hmm. no. what it is, though, is it's telling about when you when you put things in boxes. Right. Well, what kind of rock is it? Well, it's what difference does it make? You know, I. I I grew up in a time where it was rock and roll, yep. and then it and then and then it became rock. Yep, mm-hmm. that was it. Everything was rock. Sure, uh, the Beatles were rock. Mm-hmm. Humble Pie was rock. Yes, was rock. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. And then and then they started to put names on. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. prog rock. Yeah, right. That's blues rock, and yeah. then that's. You know, Indie. punk rock, and, 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 <laughs> right. and, I th- it, and it, unfortunately, it's our medium that did it to you. I think radio is is what did it because they they felt that need to program, and that you had to get a program that had you know so much of this type of rock and so much of that type of rock, and that's I, I think a lot of what kind of really killed that that scene or or put those labels on that were kind of unnecessary. I mean, you know, when when I was a, a, a kid listening to AM radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're talking about, you know, Strawberry Fields Forever next to a Frank Sinatra song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Next to, you know. Throwing the Beatles. Whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You know, a Beach Boy tune, okay, yep. and the Kinks and this and that. And then all of a sudden, Petula Clark. <laughs> yep. Or like. Or, like, or uh, a Little Richard. Little Richard little to pop Richard. in there somewhere. Yeah, man. So it was, you know, to me, it's, it was just music. You know, uh-huh. it was just all of it. Belong together, right? That, like you said, I mean, as a business thing, what, what mm-hmm. happened? Would I don't even think it was the the, the disc jockeys that played right no, in yeah. that time because yeah. they were playing. When I first tuned in from AM to to FM, mm-hmm. when I was eleven or twelve, yeah. BCN came on the air. Uh-huh. Sure, yeah, that's All, the first, a game changer. That's the first time I ever heard uh, Coltrane. Oh, right. Like, I heard a Love Supreme mm-hmm. on BCN, and I'm going, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, this, right. is this is coming from 
another planet, right. but, you know, love, supreme, yeah. oh, yeah, I love, uh-huh. and I'm thinking, man, okay, and and also, little Walter had a, um, a doo-wop show on, on Sunday nights. Really? So, late Sunday nights, it was like, I'd be in bed, and he'd be playing the Five Satins and the Penguins oh, and wow. all this acapella uh, 50s stuff right, that, right. I, that I I was getting it then. I didn't get it. The right, right, of course. Time, yeah. you know? And it sounded otherworldly to me. It was just beautiful. Right, you know? right. And that, that was the beauty of FM back in that time. Mm-hmm. We could play, we can have this show, mm-hmm. and then later on we'll play Coltrane next to Inagata DeVita. Right, you know? right. You know, that brings me to a question that I've always wanted to ask you is what uh, what were what was your driving force between doing or for doing Palisades Park? Because obviously, you know, local Boston guy who 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 wrote it and performed it and made it and made it popular. But what made you think, you know what? This is a great time and a good thing to do here. What what inspired you for that? Well, I, I'd like to tell you it was a deep story, but <laughs> th- this is the truth. Um, the the guy who would eventually become our our manager, by the name of Peter Lembo, um, just said to me one one time, <clears throat> "I want to I want." <laughs> I want to sound like him, but yep. he, he kind of sounded like Tennessee Tuxedo. Oh, I don't know. Really? I don't know if anybody oh, remembers no. oh, who yeah. that was. Oh yeah, Don Adams. Exactly. Don Adams. What you believe? Exactly. You guys should do Palisades Park. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, Freddie Can, that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. You know. And yeah. so, as a joke, we 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 learned the tune. We, we got an arrangement together. And one night, I think we were at the Rat. You know, he came in and we we played it. Of course, everybody went nuts. <laughs> and now, forty two, almost forty three years later, we're still, we're still playing, playing that tune. And that yeah. I love your version of that. Your take on that is brilliant. <laughs> uh, it is. It's so. It gives so much credibility to, from the original. But w- the little tweaks that you guys had, had worked with with that is absolutely brilliant. It's one of my favorite songs to hear from you guys. And and it's not even yours. You no. know, it's like, yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> right. so I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't even write that one. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, really, I appreciate that. Yeah, but it yeah. but it became ours. I mean, it became ours as far as not writing or right, right, the original right. Of course, band that did it, but the way the audience responded to it. I mean, we can't get away without doing it. Yeah, it it, it really is fantastic. Yeah. It, it it just gives you the feel of it, it's like you guys could step right out of the 50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's kind of what the, for some reason or other, I, I, and I don't even know, but the, basically when I started the Stompers, I was thinking a lot about that stuff. We used to do Tallahassee Lassie and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some other late 50s, early 60s music like Little Latin Loopy Lou and tunes like that for covers. And then I wrote tunes that were kind of in that vein, you know. I think. I think kind of going back to what you were asking about writing mm-hmm. is uh, at that point in time I was a I was my in, I was a teenager and then in, into my 20s writing for the Stompers everything was written based on like how is this going to work live uh, you know like sure. I, I, I wasn't thinking in terms of let me <clears throat> let me create some new thing and let me go somewhere else yeah. it was basically okay we're going to play at some gymnasium next week at yeah. this college, right? There's going to be a thousand drunken kids, right? And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go up. I got a new song. It goes like this: Hey, 
Now yeah. you say it. You know, and basically, <laughs> right, right, you know, right, this right. is rock and roll. You know, yeah. all those songs that that, mm-hmm. that wrote. What happened was eventually I kept thinking, well, I, I need a, need a couple of new songs for for the show. Ah, okay. And and so that kind of took me away from from writing. And what what I would do is I'd write different types of tunes, but I'd keep them at home because they weren't they wouldn't work for the Stompers. You know uh, what I mean? That makes sense. Uh, you know, Rock Jump and Holler and all those tunes, those were meant for live. Yeah. You know, which which I don't know that those songs would have ever worked on record. I don't know that they did work on record. Well, mm-hmm. I never felt that they that they really did or maybe it was the particular production producers that we used, but those songs were for life. Those mm-hmm. those were for bars and and gymnasiums filled with people who wanted to rock and roll, mm-hmm. not like hey, let me let me hear something. So, um, I think in a lot of ways the amplifier heads, even though it's a rock record and and it's it, it, it's driving, it's different than that. There's okay. there's no sing-alongs really, you know. Right, it's right, mostly right. in this. A different melodic approach on these songs mm-hmm. and lyrically as well too mm-hmm. i think uh, so you mentioned the college thing yeah we want to talk about the brawl yeah uh so Which one uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this there's more than there's one. One. Oh, there's more than one all right well the, yeah, the, the other the one, one stayed out of the paper <laughs> yeah the, the one i'm, I'm from more familiar with yep. uh, that i hadn't been familiar with before uh looking at it on the site is the bu brawl the B-U, B-U Riot. The B-U, B-U Riot. Riot. That's yeah. right. The yeah, Riot. That was nothing, nothing better <laughs> for a rock band <laughs> yes. than a Riot. That's yes. right. Yeah. That's right. That brought us up a whole <laughs> nother so notch. Good. You so, know what I mean? There's no Because you had as... just signed a, 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 your record contract, right? Or it was right around that time. I, the we, first contract? We were in New York City the night before. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was the boardwalk signing because uh, it might have been, mm-hmm. but we definitely were in New York City. We had played like right. the Palladium or the Beacon Theater, something like that, and uh, something good happened. Whether it was Boardwalk, okay, because for about a minute we had a singles deal with Atlantic Records until wow. Boardwalk came in and said, "We'll give you an album deal," and ah. so we, we went with them, um, and we drove home. It was first we stayed up all night at some party <laughs> we drove home and uh went to that gig and we we were having a great gig as i remember it's a long time ago um so it was an outdoor outdoor concert at, at, at uh BU. yeah yep yep okay and uh you know and we were nearing the end of the show oh okay. I'm pretty sure we were either the last song or an encore because mm-hmm. we were doing uh shout oh yep, okay you know you make yeah, me yeah. wanna yep. and the place was insane everybody yep. was having a good time and i'm not really sure what happened they wanted to shut it down or something okay and so they first it started out at the soundboard and they made the sound guy shut the house off but they kept the monitors on okay uh, so okay. We, we we were able to keep going with yeah. that and then uh, you know somebody from the the crew is going cut cut and you know rock and roll when you're on stage at least for, for me especially when i was younger like that there's this weird power thing that happens okay it, it's it's not always good but you know you you, you think that like 
whatever you do, whatever you say is uh, okay. Uh, you know, and it, and it's it's really something to be. And locked, you got three thousand people saying whatever you want me to do. So yeah. so uh, we keep playing, and uh, the the cops walk on stage to st- to start unplugging things. So and Jim- I just got the mic, and I'm going, you know. Shout! Let's oh, rock! Yeah. You know, and everyone's nice. going, Sal, yeah, you know. And uh, oh, they came on stage, and you know, so the drummer now he's playing. All the power's off, but the drummer keeps going. <laughs> and so they just take him and handcuff him. Oh Jesus! They handcuff him and the sound guy, and they take them away. Uh, the road manager grabs me and the other guys and throws us in the back of a U-Haul truck. Let's go. Says, Stay right here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go out there. You'll get arrested. Yeah. I'm like, oh, geez. So uh, the drummer's gone. The sound man's gone. And the crowd's flipping out. All we hear is just, you know, they were macing people. Oh, it was crazy. God. It was crazy. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And so we had another gig that night. So oh, we really? had to go bail them guys out. <laughs> oh, How's that for English grammar? We, yeah, had, right. to, we had to bail them guys out. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I think it's appropriate for this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We bailed them out and uh, went and played a club in uh, Somerville called uh, Jasper's, I think, that night. But um, it was just crazy. And as much of a drag as it was, uh, it was, you can't, you can't. Can't buy that kind of publicity. Yeah, the no, publicity, right. no that, such that, thing no. as bad publicity, no, right? A rock and roll riot. Riot, <laughs> riot quality. That gave us, that gave us cred. Oh, right? absolutely. <laughs> a lot more New York bookings after that, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I would be uh, remiss if I uh, didn't get to um, my shirt. Uh, so I got my V66 shirt on yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the staples um, from my youth. Yeah. Certainly was uh, the the videos uh, on that on that station, and you mentioned uh, the live quality to the Stomper songs, yep. right? Yeah. Um, the 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 big hits of that time certainly had that quality. Um, East Side Girls, uh, that must have been a fun video to make. Uh, first of all, well, <laughs> that could have been I, tough. I don't know if. I, what beach was that on? Was that on Walston? No, that was that was East Boston. That was East, that, that was, was Eastie. That was so that, that was, was Eastie. Was, Eastie. Uh, the Heights Beach or yep. Shays Beach, yep. as they call yep. it. Um, yeah, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't quite know what to make of videos just yet. Really, I didn't know if I really wanted to be in them or okay. and all that stuff. But it was the thing, right? Oh, I yeah. mean, it was For all sure. of a sudden. Yeah, yep. this yeah. was the way to go. Yep. So we fell into that and, and did it, you know. Yep. Um, unfortunately, you know, we, you know, singing and walking down the street. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, if, if, if I knew then what I know now, sure. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you wouldn't right. have done it during the riot. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Somebody have eight millimeter footage of this? It's I'm good with that. Right. We'll throw that out. And so, but, but, I mean, all in all, it came out. It, it was nice, and it and it did us. So by that time, uh, I think I think we were done with record deals. We'd been through two, and uh, East Side Girl was part of a uh, of a bunch of songs that I produced for the band. Okay, and we were gonna maybe try to get another deal or. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 
so someone said, well, maybe we should just make this a video and see what happens, you know? All right. And it, it, it actually made the song, it's one of the of the biggest songs we play live yeah, that, sure. that yeah. people remember, and it's because they saw it yes. on TV, sure. you know? I think that was where the impactful part was, and I, I think that here in Boston, you guys had a little bit of an advantage, all the Boston bands had a little bit of an advantage with the, when it came to the videos because of Garabedian and, B, and V66. Mm-hmm. Is you, it was a lot easier to get your program on, uh, your video on to V66 than it was to say MTV at that point. Yes, indeed. For sure. And it was a great launching point, as I've seen, is to be able to, you start to get and get traction on V66. And I can tell you, MTV was paying attention to what was going on here in Boston. Oh, sure. Uh, well, it was, I mean, the hub of what was what was happening in, in music nationally. It's hard to believe that, that it was, what, 18 months, I think, that, that yeah, V66 was on? That's it. And wow. it was so much content in there. Is anybody who were, you know, Pete and I, especially mm-hmm. in our age, we weren't watching MTV. What? We were watching V66. We didn't have cable, but... Well, see... <laughs> All right, so he uh, he didn't have a choice, but but and Thanks, that was that, that was another advantage too is that it yeah. was over the air, free yeah. for everyone, right. and, and right. at that time, not everybody had cable. Yeah. So for me, V sixty six was such a huge part, and and that's where I got a lot of knowledge. And you've got to figure that probably uh, more than half of the videos that were on V sixty six were local bands. Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And and Garabedian did such a great job of promoting all of these local yep. bands and gave them a chance and and. I swear that, that that exposure, the bigger you were on V66, the more chance you had at being played on MTV National. Sure. sure. Yeah. Is, uh, is that what you encountered with that? Is that – did you – I don't know whether you know because it's kind of hard to track that stuff at that point. Right. But, but did you find that, that once you started being played a lot uh, on V66 with the Stompers, that that was when it started to get pulled into the national spotlight? Or, or how did that well, – we, how did you guys start to get noticed, I guess? Well, we, we had already had – two records out right okay. so we, we we had already had that shot okay at the at the um at national um would, would the boardwalk record come out i think 83 mm-hmm. right okay and so um never tell an angel was the single yep it did really well the only thing is that boardwalk records filed bankruptcy the week that it hit the oh. top 100. <laughs> oh, so, so Never Tell an Angel hits like 19, like uh, number 80-something with a bullet. Yep. yep. Uh, which in those days meant you'd get three weeks of upward motion before it either hits or it doesn't. Right. That same week Bill, uh, in Billboard was uh, Boardwalk Records uh, filing bankruptcy. Oh. So. Talk about an uphill battle. That was Joan Jett's record label. Yep. Us, mm-hmm. There was a couple other bands that we knew on there. Uh, and then we, the, the, what happened is because they filed Chapter 11, they sold the master. The master oh. went to Mercury Polygram. Oh. They repackaged the same record with like another one new song on there, one high for sale, and they put it out. But it had already done the rounds of radio right. up mm-hmm. in, uh, all over the country. It was nothing new to the to the P. Yeah, it was like one director. new song. But yeah. th- but they said we we just saw this record, right? Right. You know? So it, you know, so so we that had already we had had that shot, you know. Yep. But East Side Girl being on V sixty six did did two things. One is uh, it, it gave us another popular song to play that people would sure. come and say, I, I heard this, yeah. I saw it on V66. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it, it gave us a hit, another hit, without it being on a record. 
So that's pretty that that's helpful. That's huge. And and I believe it did make it to MTV via V sixty six, but oh, sure. I don't think it was played in heavy rotation, no, no, but it, it did make some sort of local thing mm-hmm. like that. Um but the biggest thing we got out of it was we got another popular tune. Yeah. You know, no, that's and that's great. great. That's great. I, it, for me, Never Tell an Angel is one of the most beautifully, perfectly crafted well, songs yeah, ever. Let's get to Never Tell oh, an okay. Angel, but All I right. just want to remind everyone that's listening, we yes. are talking with Sal Baglio of uh, the Amplifier Heads and the Stompers on Wave Radio Boston. If you'd like to speak with Sal, uh, the listener line is 617-829-9283, or if you want to shoot, shoot us a text, it's 617-764-9283. So, yeah, so Never Tell an Angel. Uh, I absolutely love that song, and and... Uh, there are a couple of versions that are floating around out there, but that that live version that you guys do is, again, going back to what you said about how these are really live songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, I I can't hear that song enough. Uh, the the makeup and everything it's so classic. There's so much of a '50s structure to that song without it sounding like a '50s song. Is that how would is that a fair a fair way to, to describe it? How do you well, how it, do you see that song? It is for you, John. All right, that works. <laughs> no, great. no, and I and I mean that sincerely. Yeah, no, I yeah. Mean, you, you ask me. I, you what know. were you thinking when you were writing that song? What what were your inspirations for that? Do you, do you remember? Was there anything in particular about about that particular song? Was there a reason for the lyrics in that particular? Was the song? angel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, is, is there is there an angel or was it just a generic? This nah, works. it was just. Uh, I think I think when I was first writing it. Like I do most things, it's stream of consciousness. Yep. I, I had lyrics like, uh, you know, I, I had funny lyrics. Sure, like, sure, Some sure. of them I can't probably say. But this is internet radio. The, you can say whatever you want. Never tell the band leader he's out of tune. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. We, we had a guy working for us for a while whose name, his nickname was Angel. You know, never tell Angel when his pants are on pants fire. Pants are on fire. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Okay. I mean, you know, we we <laughs> so, believe me, we laugh at our songs way well, more than anybody. But no, I, I I didn't. I just had the riff. Yeah, I was going to say the music must have come first. That riff had to have come first. The riff, and I knew that live it would be it would be great. And I have the the Colin response thing. Yep. That, that's yep. A, uh, standard stompers thing. Yep. And um, and then I said, geez, I, now I have to write words to this, you know. So it was I just made them up. It, 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 <laughs> I, there was I, no no angel. My, just, my opinion, yeah. my opinion is it's brilliant because yeah. it's such a happy, upbeat, fun song. But mm. you could read into that that there's a little bit of pain there if you if you wanted to read into it that way. You right, could see right. that as ah oh, yeah, yeah never tell an angel when your heart's on fire. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> <laughs> Here I'll tell you why. Uh, but no, it I plugged into your teenage angst. Yeah, well. Okay, Eddie. Better. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it is what it is. But, but no, I, I, I that that is is by far my my one of my favorite songs of the '80s at all. Uh, and and I've sure. got quite a few of them. So thank you for that. I really no. do appreciate so, that. Yeah, and so I can tell you that what what happened with that record is that previous to to the Boardwalk record, we had gotten a lot of airplay on uh, BCN, mm-hmm. Coz. Yep. And all and college radio. Um, the first time we got play 
uh, was I talking to you about this? It was 1978. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Eddie Oedipus was at WTBS at the time. Okay. Which became NBR. Yep. yep. And, you know, he said, on Saturday, you know, on my show, I'm going to play Coast to Coast, the, the original version of Coast to Coast oh, wow. that we put out before the album. And uh, uh, my manager and I went to Revere Beach, and we listened to his whole <laughs> show. And, and then, boom, it came on, and it was like, this is great. I'm at Revere Beach. I hear myself on the radio, and it was it was a wonderful fantasy come true, you know? Sure. So um, but my point is that we went on to, as uh, as other bands did from, from Boston and New England, you could bring a tape mm-hmm. to BCN. Yep. And if the quality was good enough, you got airplay not just at night on a local show. Right. right. They played it yep. drive time, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And um and we were we were one of those bands that were very, very fortunate that we, we got a lot of play. Whether it was a tape, Summer Girls was a tape yep. we brought to them. Really? Uh American Fun we pressed ourselves. Um so you were D- DIY before DIY was a thing. Well, there, there were other bands that were yeah. doing it. I mean, I think the first time I, I I heard of a band that had their own record might have been Willie Alexander or something. Yeah, yeah right, right. I was right. like, wow, you you got a record, and uh, and then the Real Kids. I forget what year that was. They they mm-hmm. put out their their album on uh, whatever late Red Star, and that was amazing. It was like, wow. You know, and then we started to press our own, and then eventually get a get a deal. But like I said, you could you could bring a, a tape up mm-hmm. and say this is a, this is our new song, yeah. and they they stopped playing it. It was amazing time. Um, Nineteen eighty, mm. uh, the night before Thanksgiving, we went in and we cut all I want for Christmas is a rock and roll guitar. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That Friday after Thanksgiving, it was on the radio. <laughs> wow! Holy mackerel! As, as a tape. And wow. uh, we, we had it carted up, and we'd bring it to BCN and COZ. And then we went, after that, we went on tour with Jay Giles. Ah. And, you know, it just, it, every every year, more and more would happen with, with stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, oh, we, you got that gig and that song on the radio, and, and it would get bigger and bigger until finally we got the record deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, I think what happened too, like you're talking about the live version of Never Tell an Angel, is that when we worked with producers, they slowed everything down because they wanted everything to sound like I love rock and roll. Right, right, right. And um, and it just I don't it it didn't work for those tunes. Mm -hmm. No, those songs were like just garagey. Right live rock and roll and maybe <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what it needed mm-hmm. who knows you know? right yeah um but that's what happened with that that's exactly what would happen with all that and uh i think the reason we've been able to continue to play 42 years later mm-hmm. and 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 sell out when we play a room is based on us, uh, the Stompers as a live band yeah. and yeah. a live show. Yeah. The energy of for the show. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, no one's coming there to hear anything new. No, <laughs> right. You know, no. I mean, I you no. know, I try, no. but I, they, you know, they're like, yeah, you know, play Palisades Park, play, <laughs> never tell an angel, yeah, and yeah. so, so yeah. that I know that that's what it is, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. But it's not where I am 
musically. Right. You know, right. which is the where it's nice to be able to step out from behind that and do the amplifier head stuff and yep. Rocky Rollins. I mean, and, at, at some point soon, I imagine the Stompers will be over. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it's, give us some advance notice, please, so I can make it to at least one more <laughs> well, show. We're, we're, we're booked, we're booked uh, next year. Okay. And uh, I'll have to make sure that I catch it at least next year, you know, just in case. Yeah, I would say, I would, I would say definitely come out and catch us All next right. year. Uh, because, that would be important. Because it feels like it's, it's about time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, there's nothing bad about that. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's all good, you know. I mean, a band that lasted that long. You know, if I, if I can make a request, at least throw one more live album out there just for posterity. Maybe. While you're out there, you know, it's... Set, throw hook up a hook up a, a, a tape recorder and just at least yeah. let it run and see what happens ah, because maybe we'll do that. I, I think that'd be a great thing to be able to leave us with who grew up on you, this. You're going to finance that? <laughs> well, I got a recorder right here. <laughs> there, I, I, all we need is a cable, and we're good. Yeah, <laughs> all right, so we can hear the stomp. We can go out and see the Stompers live. We're saying come the new year. Yes, right. But uh, if our listeners want to see the and hear the amplifier. Heads. That is December twelfth, right? Exactly. At Beckley. once in Somerville. Yes, we're, right. we're part of that uh, uh, benefit for the homeless that Chandler Travis puts on every year. He's a wonderful musician. You, yep. you may know him. The Boston, right. yeah, Boston, Boston Christmas Cavalcade for the Homeless. That's right. And um, suggested donations are twenty dollars in advance. To, if you want to come the night of the show, it's twenty five dollars. But all the proceeds are going to the Somerville Homeless Coalition. And you got to you got to look at the lineup, kids. Oh, it's it's, crazy. it's absolutely insane. So yeah. So, uh, so in in addition to the amplifier heads, um, you have such notables. I mean, and these these names I haven't I haven't said in a long time. Uh, Rick Berlin, the Boogaloo Swamis, uh, friend of the show, Andrea Gillis, uh, Kevin Connolly, uh, who else? Johnny Memphis. Wow. Uh, John uh, Poe. I always screw this guy's name up. Uh, John. Poda, um, Bear Monster. Just, just, it, it, I mean, there's show starts at seven, but it's it's an all night thing. I mean, yeah, everybody does a couple of tunes. Yep, pretty much is is what it is, and it's it's a, for a great cause. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were talking earlier, it used to be held at uh, the great late Johnny D's, yes, yes, and always was just made a lot of money, and mm-hmm. were, everybody just has a great time. Yep. You know, and and, uh, and it is a good so, venue to see a show. It, well, it once is. Is, a, is a great venue, yeah. yep. And, I'm sure uh, it's a big party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good time. Oh, yeah. But before that, uh, this Saturday, you, you got a show coming up as well, right? You're, you're guesting yeah. this weekend? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, John Butcher. Mm. Uh, Alan, Who would be a great guest on this show, yes. I think. Yeah, yes. I, I, I may be able to talk to him. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be great. John, John Butcher, Alan Estes, and a gentleman named Fly Amaro, three mm. friends of mine, three wonderful musicians. Mm-hmm. They do a show every year at that place in... Shaolin uh, Sh- uh, Lu. There you go. Thank you. Is, Thank man. you, Pete. Um, in Rockport. Yep. It's beautiful venue. It's a great room. And they they said, why don't you come up and, and sit in with us? And then they said, why don't you come up and can you do a set? Mm. Uh, just you by yourself. Sure. And I said, sure, that would be great. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do an opening slot, um, 
and then go up and do a little bit with with uh, the three of my Very friends. Cool. Wow. Very yeah. Cool. There's a show to get in on. Now, now you're going to do some Amplifierhead stuff as well as some Stomper stuff? or what? I don't – you know, I'm not really sure. What, <laughs> okay. I, I'm not, I've got a couple of ideas what I'm going to do. Sure. But probably not going to do any Stomper stuff. Okay. Um, and it's me with an acoustic guitar. Oh, okay. So I don't know if the Amplifier Heads music yeah. is going to work with that. But I've got some other oh, nice. Yeah, you got tunes. Catalog. Yeah, yeah I was going to go yeah, back, you get, back you, into You got a little bit to draw from. Yeah. And, yep. yeah. And we can get tickets for that at tickets.rockportmusic.org. And that's the Seaside Yuletide concert. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for bringing that up. Yeah, and even though it's a Yuletide concert and Christmas concert, I think I think there's a little bit more music to it than it's not. Just we're Christmas not all songs. just singing. <laughs> yeah, jingle bells. Yeah, I was gonna say. Just not there'll be a few. There'll be a fun. few, but yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now is this uh, this uh, this a good time of year for you? You you happy with the with the snow that's going on, or could it wait a couple of weeks? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, there, there's a reason why the Stompers may not be around past next year because he's retiring to Florida. Right. <laughs> you know, the snow looks nice and all that, mm-hmm. but no thank you. Yeah, yeah, no moss, huh? Already, huh? Yeah. Two storms in and... You know, when you're a kid, right. it's great. Yep. You yeah. figure they're going to call school on Right, right, yeah. exactly. So many things are different when you're a kid. Yeah, <laughs> when, you're, when, you're, when you're an adult, you just have to drive through it to get to work. Yeah. Calling up a plow guy. Yeah. Can you plow me out? <laughs> exactly. My back hurts. Oh, <laughs> that oh, might be a good title for a song. <laughs> yeah. Plow me out. Plow me <laughs> out. Easy. <laughs> no, but it could be. Yeah. Plow me out. My back hurts. It's an interesting <laughs> call and response. <laughs> That's there. even better. Yeah. Plow me out. My back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look for that on the uh, next Stompers <laughs> album. Just grab my guitar. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll right. write it. All right, we'll noodle it up. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much for for spending time with us. This has been great for us. Uh, oh, this is yeah. We really appreciate it. No, no, God, no. I have to leave. You can you can stay all night. I try to be respectful yeah, to right, people's right, time. Right, Honestly, of course, I of do. Course. Uh, we, actually, you, um, Sal brought us some CDs. Oh, that's right. If we can get a caller, yes. to just yeah, call in and we say got a lot of shy people. We don't have to talk for long. And yeah. the truth is, is if not, because uh, no, we'll I know how things Facebook. are, is we'll do something on this through the social media yeah. because a lot of our, you know, we have a lot of people listening live, but we have a ton of people who listen to the, to the rebroadcast and the podcast yes. later. So we want to make sure that you guys have an opportunity to uh, to be able to win an Amplifier Heads album, the the premiere debut album of Louda. the uh, of the Amplifier Heads. Louda. Louda. Uh, so uh, you can hit us up Facebook. Uh, like us on there at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. That's right. Uh, that's a great way to get a hold of us there. We'll be putting something up a, up there very soon yes. uh, to be able to get you guys out some stuff for those of you who are listening later. Very cool. And, and if so, you do want to call us, yes, yeah, sorry. absolutely. Six one seven eight two nine Wave W A V E. That is nine two eight three. That's right. We paid extra for for the letters. We did, <laughs> and we never use them. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, can we get you to play a couple songs for sure. us? Awesome. Um, so in the meantime, maybe we'll do uh, an amp- some amplifier heads while we get uh, set up. Uh, what would you like us to play? I've got uh, Big Wax Lips, but we can play anything from the new album. Uh, what would you like to hear? What would I like to hear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What would you like us to play? Any, t- any song from that's fine. Beat Club. Beat Club. All yeah. Right. All right. There we go. 
Instant an instant request. I get to do an instant, instant request, request for Sal Baglio. I, How good is my life? That's, I'm telling that's, you, that's big. Yeah, yeah. I can pretty much. Ah, uh, Christmas came early for me. Yes. I'm not gonna lie. Yep. All right. Uh, here's uh, the amplifier heads. We'll be right back on the other side with Sal Baglio playing live in the Wave Radio Boston studios. <laughs> Tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Lips. 
That's the amplifier heads on Wave Radio Boston, the big wax lips. And before that, B-Club, which was an instant request for Sal Baglio. Holy mackerel. Wow. <laughs> an it, instant request. This, this is this is everything I've ever dreamed it would be right. growing up on the radio. You know? <laughs> exactly. I, you're like, exactly. Well, all right, yeah, well, we can make an instant request for you, ma'am, yeah. uh, or, or sir, or, or son. <laughs> and, and in this case, it's, oh. Sal Baglio, you, you would like to have an instant request? I think I can do that. <laughs> exactly. But can they bring a tape? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anybody can bring a tape. And uh, I didn't didn't want to get into that at all. But if there are people listening that are musicians, what, what BCN was doing, what Sal was talking about, that's what we're trying to do here. So if you do have uh, music that you're looking to have played uh, on the radio, we want to do that. So hit us up at media at waveradioboston.com. Uh, we have that's an, an email. Yes, you that know, is an email. That's a, you know for those of you who might be a little more old fashioned. That's yes. the best way to get to all of us. If somebody wants to drop a tape by the studio, I'm happy to have oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Reach out via email to get the address. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, no, and it, and it's great, and and a lot of digital. That's the beauty about the one nice thing of one of the few nice things about digital music these days is you can get your music to us, and you don't even have to show up here. That's true. Uh, it, that's it's true. great as you can. Sit, you know, you can sit in your PJs and uh, right. in your in your uh, in your living room and go. I think I'm going to see if I can get this played on Wave Radio Boston. Click. That's right. All right. And speaking of getting something played on Wave Radio Boston, we have the distinct privilege of having Sal Baglio with his guitar strapped on, and uh, he's going to honor us with some uh, some music. All right. So, so what, what are we going to uh, what are we going to hear first? Excuse me. I think I'm going to do this song. Uh, it's not one of mine, but uh, it's written by a gentleman I met through Tom Hambridge. Huh? His name was Tim Kreckle. Okay. Unfortunately, he passed away. But I love this song. Um, I love what it, the lyrics, and I, I think you'll dig it. I think you'll know where it's coming from. Awesome. Saxophones and silver tones Creep up through the floor From down that dirty basement room Behind a wooden door Lava lamps and fender amps Records on the shelf a little place where you can go Where you can be yourself If you wanna be yourself And I got the perfect place Anytime you need some space Take a stairway down Cozy little room to hide in from the angry world outside. Let's go underground. Horsemen 
slacks on a black and white TV that's never on. Incense beads and a clock that reads some hour that's come and gone. Half-lit candles, some girl sandals left from who knows when. But don't you worry, 'cause it'll be here if she ever comes again. And I know she'll come again. And I got the perfect place. Anytime you need some space, take the stairway down. A cozy little room to ride in from the angry world outside. Let. Let's go underground. All your favorite music's playing good and loud. Nobody says you got to turn it down. Yeah, I got the perfect place. Anytime you need some space, take the stairway down. A cozy little room to ride in from the angry world outside. Yeah, let's go. Wow, it's a great song. Wow, it's a great song. Yep, yep. So I was in Nashville, hanging with Tom Hambridge, and uh, he was. He said, "You got to come down. Uh, I'm playing a gig tonight with uh, Joey Spampanato from NRBQ, <laughs> Tim Crackle, Tommy, and a, a keyboard player who, uh, regretfully, I forget his name. So they were great." Yeah, and uh, and he, he brought me up to do a couple of tunes, but I heard Tim play this song, mm -hmm. and I just fell in love with it. Oh, it's great! And I've been doing it ever since. Whenever I do my own shows, sure. I cover it. Tim, unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, uh, <clears throat> cancer. Ah, that's awful. But but a great songwriter. Yeah, that, it, there's the lyric. The whole thing is it's about. It All takes you somewhere. Who love this thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it it takes you somewhere. It, yep. There's it, it weaves a, a beautiful story, and does it tactfully. Mm -hmm. It doesn't beat you over the head with it. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. it's um, unbelievable. Uh, do you do you have another one for us, sir? Sure. I'm just gonna keep saying that mm. all night long. <laughs> Until he finally so, says, "No, you know what? I gotta go home." Yeah, right. So, um, I think I'll do this one. I I, I woke up on my. 59th birthday and um, I went to the table with the guitar with a cup of coffee and this song came out complete 
Really? Basically, was a stream of consciousness. I was feeling pretty bad that I was 59. <laughs> um, not, not that 59 was a drag, but what was coming. And for right. some reason or other, age and, and numbers never meant anything to me until then. And what it really did was, as you'll hear in the song, it's a stream of consciousness of, of memory. Okay. And um, it's called Record Store. Record store, record store. Winter time, 1964. Going to Central Music, my brother and me. Everything's a memory. Black diamond strings, black diamond strings. Going to Hollis Music to buy them things With my dad on a Saturday in the spring So here's my take on that. Bruce Springsteen is jealous he didn't write that song. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. That's but, beautiful. Yeah. Do, now, does does um, does legacy enter enter your your headspace as far as you know? I've done this and I've I've left a mark uh, on on music. Do you think about legacy? No, I mean. No, because it, it, it mean it I'm means busy, you're done, right? I'm busy doing right. it, right? right. Exactly. I think, I think maybe you know when I was younger, I used to think about those things mm-hmm. as being more important. Uh, um, legacy is a young man's game. Well, you know, if you ask me tomorrow, maybe I'll have a different <laughs> answer. But, but for right now, sure. really, is doing it. You know, yeah. and. and Trying to write a better song and be better every day, and just get out there and, and doing it. Uh, I, I think I think Frank Zappa. I, I remember seeing a an interview with him when somebody asked him, you know, how do you want to be remembered? He goes, I don't want to be remembered. 
I want to be. Listen now. <laughs> yeah. Let's, right. let's do it right. now. All right. What do I, when I'm gone, I, you know. Yeah. But. Uh, well, I, I think that goes to, to what I was saying about the idea of, you know, when it when it is approaching the end for the stompers of the idea of throwing together something live if possible and recording it for the legacy mm. uh at that point maybe it would be something that would be a little bit more interesting simply because you see it drawing to a close as mm. opposed to your entire music yeah. career at yeah. this yeah. point right yeah. yeah i certainly right i do i do see a, a an end to the stompers on the horizon um but i but I don't see an end to what I'm doing sure. know, at all. In fact, it feels yeah, more, exactly. It feels more a little bit of uh, a little bit more freedom, you know. Sure. And that's that's not that's not by anybody else's. Of uh, course. You know, it's not the audience or the mm-hmm. band members or sure. anything. It's it's my own right uh, feeling about it. Sure. And I'm pretty sure that if you ask just about any musician who had a band who was popular enough that a lo- that they were they're still able to play. Uh, decades later and have people show up and 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 want to hear those songs you may find that same answer with a lot of those people too who say it's not necessarily that i'm handcuffed by these things but uh, when that when that does come to its natural end uh it allows you the freedom to continue to do what it is that you're doing in a in your time now sure yeah, I feel really good about the new record and about moving on from here. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it really is you know, good. Whether I'm playing solo, acoustic, or with mm-hmm. the amplifier heads, um, I'm feeling good about it. That's great. We like it. Yeah, that's great. It's fantastic. Thanks. Now, uh, so I'm going to let you tell us how many more. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and Whatever you want to play, it's all yours, man. Yeah. We, we're, we're here all night. Playing. <laughs> um, what else do I have for you? <clears throat> I wonder if I should do a I'll tell you what I'll do I know. You know, we, we do like unplugged versions of songs that we may that not have know. heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if if you have one in your in your back pocket somewhere, that wouldn't be a bad thing. So I'll probably do this um Saturday night uh, in Rockport with with the guys. Awesome. I think I will. Um, <laughs> well, you have to now. <laughs> this was, uh, we talked about this earlier. This was recorded um, the night before Thanksgiving, 1980. I wrote this song. Um, it's, it's kind of real. It's kind of true. Uh, there's, some, there's some parts of it are, uh, maybe when I get to it, I'll talk about it. All right. When I was just... A little boy, my mama, she asked me, Now what did I want that year? Bunny, that Christmas tree. I said it had the body of a woman, mom, with six heads way up top. She just looked at me kind of funny. Then I told my pop, All I want for Christmas. Is a rock and roll guitar I want to be a rock and roll star I want to go real far All I want's an electric guitar And I'm begging you on my knee Mom and Dad, get me a guitar, please Please 
up to there, it's pretty right. Now things were pretty rough back then. We had to economize. I just kept on praying. I had stardust in my eye. Then one day after school, me and my dad, we went down to the music shop just to see what they had. All I want for Christmas is a rock and roll guitar. I want to be a rock and roll star. Someday, Mom. All I want's an electric guitar, and I'm begging you on my knee. Mom and Dad, get me a guitar, please, so I can do this. license here this really happened but it didn't all happen this way came that snowy Christmas Eve I peeked down round the stairs see right there we lived in three rooms in a triple decker so there was no downstairs came that snowy Christmas Eve I peeked down round the stairs we didn't have a fireplace. We had a fake fireplace. We had a, we had a. It was like a sheet of crepe paper that looked like a fireplace. We had a an aluminum Christmas tree with a spinning light, colored light thing that I used to look inside and think I was high or something. Woo! This is good, man. Crazy. Ah, but came that snowy Christmas Eve. I creep down round the stairs. There were no stairs. To look under the Christmas tree to see if it was there. When I woke up on Christmas morning, underneath that tree was a red harmony electric guitar Roy Smeck model with a Bigsby bar on it and it was addressed to me all I want for Christmas is a rock and roll guitar I don't know if I'll ever be a star but I'm gonna have me a good time mom Guitar, please. Mom and Dad, get me a guitar, please. Hey, maybe next year you'll get me a record deal. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. 
uh, so Pete, can I uh, can I predict that two weeks from tonight <laughs> yeah. that will be played at our Christmas extravaganza? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're going to hear that. One. Uh, uh, maybe more than once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Wow. That was yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was quite a year. You know, I previous to that, I had a couple of hand-me-down guitars. Sure. My my father was a guitar player. Oh, was he? I got one of his, and and my brother. You know, well, you can use this. You know, <laughs> my, my older brother was also also a great musician, and um, and I and maybe I had like a little acoustic, but. You know, this was the year mm-hmm. of the electric guitar. Man, I was maybe eleven or twelve, and um, and what really happened was they they did the whole Christmas thing. You know, I maybe got a watch and a yeah. turtleneck or something, <laughs> and some Dickies or whatever some corduroys, <laughs> and uh, and and we did the whole thing, and that was it. Mm. And I was like, okay, wow, well, geez, I didn't get it, but but all right, right, and it was okay. I was sure. still happy. Well, yeah. And my father, God love him, he went out into the hallway. He came in with that red guitar. Man. Oh boy, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I jumped up and down and and maybe cried. I don't know, but <laughs> I just remember like just saying that this is it, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's such a, it's such a beautiful memory, you know. Um, that's awesome. Such a beautiful memory. Well, it's like you were talking yeah. about in a previous song that, that you played for us. is about the memories. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. So speaking of memories, do you happen to still have that guitar? No. Ah. No, I do not have that guitar. I wish I did. I think I think it might have went to a, uh, you know, like to a cousin or mm. yep, yep, something. Yep. Um, as you got your next new shiny, bright red guitar, right? The next time, yeah. Well, when I was 15... Um, I got a Stratocaster. Oh, oh boy, a white Stratocaster. Oh man! And uh, you know, I think it might have been like three hundred something dollars. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of money at that time. It, it was, oh, it was yeah, going to be for my for my birthday, and I I, I think that's what it was. I, I I don't see now. I don't remember because I remember I kept going to the shop that had the guitar, and we'd have to bring money, and we we're putting it on the yep the guitar, and then. Uh, I was 15, I got that Strat, and that was it, baby. <laughs> I mean, at that, that point, it's, it's like you've forgotten all about the original red guitar yeah. once you hear that Strat playing, know. right? That, was, it was, that guitar was still around yeah. for a while. Then it, then it went away. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. good stuff. great, great stuff. Again, all about memories and, and, right. and, and what you oh, do with them. A lot of my writing, is, especially now, uh, is is coming from a place of of looking looking back and of memory and uh even the liner notes to um amplify your head is it starts out with memory memories manifestation and dreams sometimes you 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 have an actual memory of something sometimes mm-hmm. in life you manifest things you mm-hmm. know like uh, in a lot of ways in a lot of ways the stompers were like a childhood dream you know like i want to be in a band Mm-hmm. And I want to be, you know, we want to be famous and we want to go on stage and jump around and, and have people love it, you know. So let's do that. Basically, that's what happened. Like, let's right. do that. I didn't think in terms of the music business. And, sure, right, sure. Right. You, just want, you just want to get out there and play. And so it was, it was a dream. But, of course, as you get into it, you need to, you need to come out of the dream state <laughs> and get into reality. All of a sudden, right? reality you, slaps you, you right upside the head and... Mm. and yeah. going down some weird roads but but the amplifier heads uh 
memory manifestation in dreams. Uh, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of that stuff. Like even songs like Big Wax Lips and things like that. It's about that's memory when for you sure. Were kids, yeah. When yeah. we were kids and we'd put them things on, you oh. know, you, you look at each other and <laughs> that, for a lot of us, that's how you got your first kiss. Ah, <laughs> that's see, because, there because there they go. weren't going to do it without <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like okay, I got the wax lips on. That's right. That's right. uh, that, that so I, I wrote a song about it. I see that coming in, in probably my next record as well. Mm -hmm. More, more of that, you know. Um, yeah, and and you're already planning the next release. Now the re your next yeah. release will be an amplifier heads. Yeah, thing, yeah. Think? I think this one might. You know, it's really in the in the early stages. But I have I've got a bunch of songs written. That's great. And I've got some that are partially recorded too. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I hope to get in there after the first of the year and start oh, wow. recording again. Oh, that'd be oh, great. Wow. Use That's a machine. Awesome. I hope so. Yeah, right. Well, you know, it, it's, you had taken quite a hiatus of uh, on the the writing side of things for a while, right? Well, it wasn't the writing. Or, or as much recording. Recording, really, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I was always writing. I got... <laughs> notebook after notebook just, after just, notebook, right? <laughs> yeah. Cassettes. You no, know. no, is that how you write? Do you write? Do you actually write lyrics out for? So the song comes first as a as as a music. The only time I I jot down things like that is if 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 I'm thinking about yeah. words or a lot of times. I wrote this song one time called the the Butterfly Twins of Texarkana, <laughs> and and then I, I shortened it to the Butterfly Twins. And I was watching Johnny Carson, and he had these two elderly women that were twins on it was one of his funny segments and yeah. they they were they used to catch butterflies and and uh you know put them under glass and all this oh, stuff geez. and it was the funniest thing but what got me was the butterfly twins of texarkana and so i would jot things like that down mm -hmm. titles sure and then maybe later i'd write a song and i did write a tune and it had nothing to do with with those women you know <laughs> right. it was a sure. different a different thing. Um, Do you remember when they were young and pretty? The farm outside of town they called home. In the hall, the alcohol, the pinning of pretty things. Butterfly wings. On the wall And a John Drove them Into the city They were pawning gold Phil Jesus on the cross Now and then A hollow wind Captures the pretty things The butterfly twins Not enough Uh, 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 
young and pretty On the farm outside of town They called home In the hall The alcohol The pinning of pretty things Butterfly wings Pinning pretty things and butterfly wings on the wall count them Wow. That, you know, you've come, a, that's coming a long way from a video shoot on uh, on the beach in East Boston. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've you know, been, I've been, yeah, John, I mean, I've been writing songs for a long time, even though the only band I, I had with the Stompers. Sure, sure. I was still writing. Sure. Knowing that I wasn't going to be able to do it with them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, that song actually is an outtake from the first Rocky record. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm going to put that one out at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ducky recorded it. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's, it, it's So but it's that, that gives you an idea of, you know, I, I had a, a title that I got from yep. mm-hmm. TV, and I jotted <laughs> it down and said, well, some someday down the road, I'm going to write something about that. See, I mean, that's that's the really cool thing is is how does the creative process work yeah. for those of us who – Aren't don't creative. really have it, uh, or at least writing songs. Uh, you know, I might be creative, maybe a little bit here or there. But in that case, is is seeing that. Thank you for that because that is such a great example of here's something, here's where it started, and here's where it went to. Uh, mm-hmm. Seeing that process to me is fascinating. Yeah, it's a different mindset. It really is, and and in, in, in like you said, I, I can't remember if this was on the air or not because we've had some great conversations yeah, exactly. off the air as well. But it's it's nonstop. Uh, songwriting is just a a way of life, more or less. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I've I've been fortunate that that I've earned a living from it as mm-hmm. well. You know, I've sure. earned a, a living from it. If it's songs that are in movies or. Mm-hmm. Just that it allows me to go play live or whatever. So, really lucky, one of the lucky ones. You know, that's great. That's great, and we're we're lucky to have you here tonight. So, thank you very much for being with us. Yeah, we're here with Sal Baglio from uh, from the most recently Amplifier Heads. Yeah, and of course, many of you may know him from the Stompers. That's right. Uh, many years ago, as a, a just a, a Boston rock legend. And a fantastic singer. And I think one of the things that may go unnoticed in a lot of, of ways is just how talented a guitar player this guy is. Uh, yeah, Holy sure. smokes. Yeah. Some of the fills that were going on in, in what mm. you've been listening to tonight live on an acoustic guitar are brilliant. Yes. Yeah. So I, thank, you. Sure. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, he, he went to, when Tom Hambridge takes you out as as his guitar player, I mean that that says uh, that says something as well. So, yeah. uh, thank you so much for being here, Sal. Thank we really, really appreciate me. it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take you off the hook now. However, you are more than welcome if you'd like to hang out for a little while. You're more than welcome as long as you'd like. No. Uh, we're going to play a few songs here at this point, but again. 
Sal Baglio, thank you very much for being here on the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. Thank you, Sal. And thank, thank each of you. Becca thank you. Lee, Pete, thank John, you. thanks so much. All right, uh, some uh, more local music. Uh, Natalie Jolly.
on the phone, a uh, victim of circumstance. Welcome to the first wave. How are you? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Thank you for having us. Oh, we thank you for joining us, and thank you for being our May Artist of the Month. We want to welcome uh, lead singer, bass player of our April Artist of the Month, the Dolly Rots, Kelly Ogden. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Hello, and thank you for having me. None other than Robbie Wolfson from uh, Ripe. Robbie, thank you very much for joining the program. Hey, Robbie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, we are very, very happy to welcome to Wave Radio Boston, Mike Fitz from our Artist of the Month, Bad Marriage. Mike, thanks for joining us. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. But you still mystify And I wanna know why I pick 
back here on the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. And while he's while he's just leaving is another gigantic thank you yes. to Sal for being here. Thank Sal, you very thank much. you very much. Uh, we appreciate that very much. We hope that you all out there in Radio Land have yes. enjoyed your time uh, with Sal Baglio, Boston music legend. And uh, you can get the Amplifier Heads Lauda on uh, download uh, platforms everywhere. And, uh, and and we have some copies to give away. Yes, and, and autographed copies. Yes, by autographed the way. copies. On, now, it's, that's on CD because you can't autograph a digital file. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so we do have some of those to give away. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are listening uh, coming up over the next week or so, uh, you can definitely hit us up at Wave Radio Boston Rocks on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be putting something up with soon and yes. and get in on that for a chance to win uh, a, an autographed copy of Lauda. Lauda and Lauda. All right. So we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it going. Just play more music for a minute while I decompress, yeah, and, right. and just just <laughs> right. just let the let this <clears throat> night wash over me for a few minutes. It what is a nice guy. It is one of those yeah. nights. It is one of those. Yeah, nights. And, and just such a genuine, generous guy and yeah. consummate musician. Uh, hard to get much of a better musician than 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 Sal, mm-hmm. and uh, so so nice of him to take time out of his busy schedule to exactly. uh, share his life and music with uh, us and you. Yes, 100%. So once again, thank you so much for to Sal Baglio for joining us. Uh, so um, honestly, didn't put a lot of other show uh, together for tonight. Uh, and, good so, th- and good thing. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's, we, we've basically spent two hours with Sal. That, which, uh, hey, uh, any time I can do that. I'm in. I'm, 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 I'm down. I'm in. Uh, but uh, I figured, why don't we hit... Uh, the rest of this uh, debtor Canadian that uh, the interns put ah, together. Ah, yes, yes. I, uh, I had uh, I had heard rumors about uh, about the fact that uh, that there was more. Yeah. So there's a whole nother um, page uh, of the of the quiz. So uh, let's see. I got my all right. I got my sound effects up. We'll figure out a way to. Yeah. Just just at this point, just get the buzzer button. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. So remember, this is uh, we're we're saying uh, is this this person dead or Canadian? They cannot be both. Yes, that is that is the understanding about that. I, yes. I actually had uh, talked to the intern who had put this together for us, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it was one where they looked at it saying, "Why try to mess with you?" So mm-hmm. we appreciate that. Uh, our intern, yes. that's w- our only intern that doesn't mess with us. Yes. Uh, I have to be, I'm impressed. I am very impressed. Uh, uh, hey, by the way, just before we yes. get to this, yes. uh, saw a quick announcement on my wrist is uh, a big thank you to my Dart team, the Dartaholics, this evening for not giving me a ration of shit for being here instead of with them in the playoffs. And I'm so sorry for our loss. That's uh, that's all right. This team would have given you a bigger ration of shit. As as from... they should have. <laughs> and and and. But I will say this is that as, as it came out, um, it, yeah, we it it ended up that uh, unfortunately it did not matter whether I was there tonight or not. There so. Go. Big uh, and a big shout out to uh, to our opponents tonight who will not be listening. I'm sure. No, so, I'm but sorry. I know the Darta Hawks may be. So, uh, uh, so great season, listening? guys. Did you not th- give them cards? Uh, they're. Uh, we, uh, you know, no, I have the the, the difference is, is that we are not there. They are not our demographic. Okay. Oh, uh, we, how do you we cover know? all bases? Yeah, well, right. not all. I won't say all. All right. Uh, so, since uh, definitely it mattered 
the order in which oh yes uh, yes the, it, it, came. it did matter yeah. so I'm going to uh, put you're just uh, going to flip a names coin in, names well we can't flip a coin amongst the three of us once oh, again oh you're back playing to the I forgot I forgot die. you're playing you're playing I get so, I get it all right, I get so it so Vicka right. Lee you pick a name oh, this is for the first what uh, Jay John Anthony second will be. Becca Lee. And I will go Becca third Lee. again. <laughs> yes. So hopefully the third is the uh, charm, charm again. Yes. Third one's the charm as it has uh, been. Yes. yes, I think I got Brian Adams last time. Yeah. Or Brian yeah. Boitano or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Dead so, or Canadian. So yes. who's first, John? Yes, yes. John I am. First. All right, John, then Becca Lee. Okay, so we'll have to go this way. All right, John. Dead or Canadian? Okay. Atrell Cordis, lead vocalist of the 90s group PM Dawn. A trail cordis. All right, I'm saying dead. You are saying a dead. That is correct. I was shocked to hear that bell. Uh, uh, Atrell uh, <laughs> died. Uh, Atrell was born in Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, died at age 46 in 2016 of renal failure. Ouch. A complication from diabetes. Ooh, that's no fun. All right, Becca Lee. Ready. Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass. Lead singer of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, but also he had his own career as a solo artist as Teddy In the 80s. Yes. Yeah. I will say dead. You will say I'm, I'm dead. I'm pretty sure Canadian. <laughs> uh, no, he is definitely dead. Ah, see? Uh, I got that right. Uh, he I was definitely right. dead. Right, uh, so Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, died in 2010 of respiratory failure uh, at age 59. Definitely not Canadian. Um, I am wondering, was Teddy Pendergrass the guy that got shot in the back after uh, he was messing around with somebody's I, I, wife? For some reason, that... Because he, he was I, in a wheelchair, right, at the I, end? I don't All right, remember. Somebody look that up. Right? I'm pretty sure that's the case. <laughs> wait, Tenny. wait. I don't remember. Yes, there you go. <laughs> All right. Mine is uh, Sarah Quinn. Sarah Quinn, a lead uh, singer songwriter of uh, Tegan and Sarah. So the third position seems to be key. Yes, apparently it because, is. Because uh, I believe Sarah Quinn is uh, Canadian. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure too. Cause yeah. Uh, if they're dead, it was by some horrible accident. So uh, there was nothing natural causes. They're uh, a little younger. Yeah. Uh, so she is thirty nine. Okay, you got it. All right. No, I'm thirty nine. All right. So so, uh, so so far we've all got it right. All right. Here's 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 the beginning of my failure. All right, John Anthony. Yes. This is a good one. Okay. Marty Balin. Oh, he's Canadian. He is, I believe, Marty Balin is. Well, he's dead now, but he's crap, he can't dead, be both. Dead, <laughs> yeah, he's been dead. Uh, he is dead, definitely dead. Yeah. Uh, so damn it. Yeah, he's he been died. dead for a long time now. No, uh, September of 2018. Really? Uh, cause of death not known. Born. By who? <laughs> yeah, right. By us or by, by, by our intern <laughs> or by everyone else? Apparently by our intern. Yeah, okay, all right. That's good yeah, enough. But I, get, I know Grace Slick knows. Yeah, well. All right. Becca Lee. Uh, Teddy Pentagrass died. We know when he after died. After a car accident. After a car accident. Not a shooting. But okay, so he, but he was in a wheelchair, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> There was not while he was driving. There was an R and B singer from the eighties who got shot 
uh, sneaking out of uh, a woman's uh, house by her husband. Sneaking Sally through the alley. So if uh, if any of you know the answer to that trivia yeah. question that Pete just asked about there was an 80s, yeah. yeah. Uh, 617 All right, Becca Lee, here's, uh, here's your layup for the round. Damn it. Neil Young. Um, really? D- Neil Young. Is he dead? I don't know. Is he? <laughs> I You're definitely don't think he's from Canada, so he's dead, and I can't believe I have a blank on this. He is definitely Canadian. Is he? And he's in the middle of a tour. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, he came from Canada. Uh, came down from Canada. I didn't Canada really think he was a, dead, uh, I didn't think he was Canadian. He's, uh, he's 73 years young. 73 uh, years young. All right. And still so touring. My layup is not very good. All <laughs> uh, right. Sneezy, sneezy Waters. Sneezy Waters, uh, singer, so- songwriter, and guitarist known for his portrayal of Hank Williams Sr. in the play and the film uh, Hank Williams something uh, that I... Uh, yeah, it's close enough. Uh, Hank Williams, the show, he never... Something and I don't want. I'm, I, I'm trying yeah, not to click look. on right, it. Right, 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 right. That's, um, I don't think that anything else is going to help you. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I believe Sneezy Waters uh, is Canadian. Well, that would be my guess based on the intern. So, uh, Sneezy Waters is Canadian. Yeah, mother trucker. All right, John Anthony. All right, back to me. So, so it's right now after two rounds. Uh, I have yes. one. Becca Lee has one. I need and, to be shot in the head. And, yeah, and, I'm like, I just can't believe that I didn't know he was Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like the horse with the broken leg, we need to put you down. Yeah. Uh, and Pete, of course, would too. Yes. Because that's how it always works in this game. All right, John Anthony. All right, we're ready. Here's your potential layup. Joe Cocker. Dead. Oh, I would have known that one. <laughs> You didn't know that Neil Young was dead or alive. You didn't know that Neil Young was alive, yet you knew Joe Cocker was dead. People are dying so fast these days. I'm like, maybe I I missed it. Right? Yeah, I don't know how how accurate this uh, this listing is, but uh, I mean, up to date. Yeah, I was going to say it's a couple weeks old at this point. This is a few weeks old. Wait, did I miss Uh, something in the storm? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) died of a heart attack while shoveling his his his, uh, 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 driveway in Spaghettiville. Yeah, so. Uh, Joe Cocker died in 2014 of lung cancer. All right, Becca Lee. Oh, okay. I sent, there is a theme for this evening. It was a oh. uh, part of the off-air show. Yeah. But uh, we'll get back to it uh, in a little bit. But uh, Diana Krall. Diana Krall, Canadian. Diana Krall. Yeah, she's still very much alive, I hope. Very much still married to uh, Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello, right. She is 54 years old and Canadian. And there's the second one. Uh, right. So we need Pete to lose this and we're to all tied. So uh, I'm going to say not very likely, eh? Uh, 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 Doug McKenzie. <laughs> Almost as close. Okay. Um, this uh, one uh, is, is is really difficult. And once again, just going down the list, yeah, people. I know. Just I know. going uh, down the list. The only one who can see the list, but that's okay. Yeah, we trust yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Lifeson. Oh, come on. <laughs> Alex Lifeson, of course. I mean, you might as well have said Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Guessing he's dead? (laughs) No. No, Alex Lifeson is very Canadian. No, no, just as obvious as to what the answer is. Alex Lifeson is the guitarist for Rush. Rush. Mother trucker. All right. 
John Anthony, all right, here, this is your, for sure, this is a layup. All right, thank God. Although. Ah, uh, maybe not. Although, he was. He's 110 now, no, he, so he, he could he, be dead. He was sick. Uh, he was sick. Okay. So I, I honestly, I'm, I'm, guess, I'm second guessing myself. I'm not looking. Right, good. Uh, Kevin Hearn. Key- oh no, Kevin's still alive. He's Canadian. Kevin Hearn is the Ke- keyboardist. Kevin, Kev- Kevin had Kevin had leukemia. Uh, a couple good. different times. Yeah, uh, yeah, at least once uh, during the stunt tour. As a matter of fact, it was yep. his first bout. Yep. Uh, but no, he is still very much alive. Keyboardist and guitarist for the uh, Kids Rock uh, band Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, they used to be. I uh, know. Uh, until their lead singer decided he wanted to be. Yeah, cool. we miss you, Steve. All right, Becca Lee. Oh, boy. Here no, we go. You ready? Geez, no, we're not ready. All right. Here we go. Abraham Lincoln. Jeff Emmerich, sound engineer who worked on the Beatles, Revolver, Sgt. Pepper, Abbey Road, Wings Band, uh, Wings Band on the Run, and Elvis Costello's Imperial, uh, Imperial Ball. Uh, so we definitely have a theme for this evening. Yes. This is a – there's a – and we didn't even – we didn't even pay no. any attention to the question, no. so. Canadian? Uh, is he dead or Canadian? Yes, that's the question. You're saying Canadian? Canadian. Canadian. Uh, he's got to be dead. He's old enough. He yeah. is dead. Yeah. Uh, so. Although that, that isn't a bad guess if this were 20 years ago. Well, he, I mean, he was, he was younger than you think uh, having, he must have recorded those uh, insanely young because. Well, it, it's po- entirely possible, but still, that would still put him at a reasonable age. It, he's not, you know, he's 72. not in his 30s. He died at 72 yeah, yeah. last October. Yeah. So. That's not, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's not. Yep. Old, but it's not right. young either. So, all right, my uh, next one. All right, so uh, check. Uh, uh, so I got three. Becca's got two. Pete's got three. Pending this round, yes. Yeah, so this, yeah, we should have this, waited this till the end the, of the round. Yeah, that's all right. I all figured right. I'd throw it out there. All right, so uh, my next one is Brad Roberts, who is the lead singer and guitarist for Crash Test Dummies. Hmm, that's a good one. This is a good one. I'm pretty sure the crash test dummies were at least in part Canadian, but this guy's been out of the public eye for so long, he could be dead. Uh, but I'm going to say Canadian, and that is correct. Damn it. Uh, Damn Brad, it, Janet. Brad Roberts is 55 years old and quite Canadian. All right, we got. Uh, Why don't we make this the last round? Yeah, we'll go one more. Uh, oh Jesus, there's a lot more, but we'll yeah. uh, we'll make this the uh, last we can, round. We we'll can save. do it again. No, yeah. we'll save it. You know but... what? Christmas may work. Uh, yeah, Christmas show might work with yeah. us. Yeah. All right, uh, last round here. Uh, all right, so John Anthony. Mm. All right, so uh, four three two. That's uh, uh, what we yep. got. Four three two. All right. John Anthony, Dan Fogelberg. Canadian. Right, right up your alley. Canadian. Canadian for Dan Fogelberg. Dan Fogelberg is dead. Yeah, uh, he is dead too. Uh, can't be both. I know. Born in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, died at age 56. 82? Prostate your cans. Was oh. it 80? No, no, it was later than that. 89? 2007. Uh, not even close. Close. All right, Becca Lee. You can tie me. Becca Lee, yes. For the tie with John Anthony. You can tie Anthony. me for last. For the tie with John Anthony. <laughs> or you can have it for your own. Yeah, your choice. Say, how your choice. Just take it. All right. Right your up choice. your alley, Becca Lee. No pressure. Oh, no. no pressure. Yeah. Here we go. Dead or Canadian? Yeah. 
Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong, dead or Canadian? Um. Um. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> would you like a coin? I'm gonna say Canadian again. You're right. He is, in fact, uh, Canadian and, and still touring, and 81 years old, and still touring. Wow. Yeah. And and freaking hilarious still. Oh, no, wow. he's a great guy. All right, and last one for me, uh, Stan Getz, jazz uh, saxophone great, Stan Getz. I believe is dead uh, by like twenty five years. Yeah, nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Uh, how? Oh, am I? How close was I? Ninety one. Oh one. Twenty eight. Yeah, I was close. Yep. Twenty five. That's close. All right. So, uh, so Pete gets a big win. I, it's all about positioning. Yes, it is all about positioning, and I let you guys pick it right yeah, out. Yeah, I, I know. I know. All right. Uh, all right. So let's play some more music, keeping with the theme for this evening. So we were talking offline. Uh, when Sal was here, actually listening to uh, that previous set, it had Nicolo's "Cruel to Be Kind" on it, and you know we were talking about how he became a great producer and produced uh, for Elvis Costello and Sal. I I did not know this. I didn't know this either. Uh, Sal said, "Oh yeah," and he wrote Elvis Costello's "Peace, Love, and Understanding," and I went, "Oh my God, here it is!" Here it is.
been messing around downtown I've got to get you off my mind I've been messing around downtown I've got to get you off my mind Give me one more shot of stuff, man
right, that's no doubt. Excuse me, mister. Before that, we had our friends from Suns Lunaris and Rip My Leg Off and Throw Me in the River. Still a great story behind the title of that, oh, that yes. song. Uh, that was tune, a good in-studio. Tune, <laughs> tune, in, <laughs> tune into our podcast with Suns Lunaris for that one. Yes. Great and, story. Uh, and uh, good luck to those guys coming up. Um, I think uh, the the time to get your tickets for the BMAs is closing, but I don't think there's the... only a few left. Okay. So what um, do, you, do you know when the actual show is? I, I, I do. I have it on here. Okay. Um, All right. If you're gonna get to it, oh, then it's I won't December eleventh. December eleventh. Wow. Okay. Holy smokes. That's uh, yeah. very soon. Yep. Uh, yeah. So less than a week. Uh, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, December 11th, our friends Suns Lunars will be up for Blues Artist of the Year. So good luck to those guys at so, the top of so, that set. So, Pete, yeah. I, I, uh, on the text line, yes, uh, I, it's it's actually uh, it, it's actually Tony. Uh, okay, he uh, he said uh, sent in that Sam Cooke was shot and killed under mysterious circumstances, and it did involve a woman. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so Sam Cooke, that wasn't the one I was thinking about, but but thank you, Tony. Yeah, no, Sam Cooke was, uh, yeah, shot in a, uh, in a, like a uh, Skid Row motel uh, by, uh, by the, uh, I think the owner of the motel uh, shot him multiple times, and it was a whole weird thing. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that is a good um, Netflix uh, movie, uh, film if you if you're onto it. Uh, shoot, uh, I should remember the name of it. But it, there is a Sam Cooke documentary on Netflix that is excellent. I'll have to check that yeah, out. Check it out. And uh, I didn't realize when, I, when, when I'm in between Mandalorian episodes. Yeah, well, I, I haven't gone there yet. Oh, uh, it's you know what is is but, you can just be patient through the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one kind of takes a left turn at Albuquerque. Okay. Uh, after that, it gets better. All right. The two killings of Sam Cooke? Was it that one? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a lo- I didn't realize uh, how pulled he was uh, between the uh, the Black Power movement and uh, the, you know, obviously the mainstream uh, record. Yeah, uh, trying the, to make a living. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's really good. So ch- uh, definitely check that out. Uh, but uh, Sons of Narcs is playing around quite a bit. Uh, but Becca Lee's going to let us know who else is playing around in our nape of the neck. For who's playing where and when, it's Becca Lee and the Coming At You Live Concert Report. All right. If you want to head out after our show tonight, go down to the Acropolis Room at the Olympia uh, it's not the Zorba room, nope. but in Lowell. The Acropolis room is a, a different room in the Olympia restaurant in Lowell, Massachusetts. We've got Corner Soul, Blind Spot, Fish House, Phil Camera, and the Space Cadets. So that's tonight, if you can catch the end of that. That that venue is not going to know what hit it. Yep. <laughs> if, if I wasn't here, I would be there. Yes. That's right. <clears throat> Congratulations to Artie and the crew for opening up... Uh, that uh, that new room, and uh, also that uh, I believe th- those shows are brought to you by Low Spin. That's correct. As well. Fantastic. So, congratulations, Joel, on putting that together. Thank you, guys, for doing that, keeping the music going. And it kind of goes with our uh, conversation earlier with Sal is open up the venues that play original music. Yep. 
And but people, we've got to go see them. You know, you've got to get out there and uh, and support the live music. They got to stop playing bands. on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. <laughs> Don't it's, play on Thursdays. Damn it. Any night but Thursday. Also tonight, we mentioned earlier uh, Tedeschi Trucks Band uh, is at the Orpheum tonight, tomorrow night, and on Saturday, Saturday the seventh. So. Yeah, Very December fifth, cool. sixth, and seventh. Uh, Saturday. It's we got the a few it's things. the end of their touring year. Uh, they all go home. Uh, after that, and uh, it, it's, I was reading an article uh, within the last couple of days in the paper about how it, how difficult a year it's been for that band. Uh, they've had some band members who have passed uh, during the year, and I guess the last time that they saw one of them was at saying goodbye at the uh, at their shows uh, last year uh, from the Orpheum, and oh, wow. so they were talking about how might be a little bit difficult for them coming back here, yet uh-huh. they also celebrated with Susan being from the area. Right. Uh, it's, it's, an interesting, uh, it's an interesting article. I think it was in the Globe. Uh, it was, I think it was in the Globe. So if you get a chance, check that out. It was in, within the last couple of days. It's an interesting article. Thank you, John Anthony. Uh, let's see. Friday, December 6th. <laughs> The Cabot has Darlene Love. No, oh, that's right. She does. She does that one re- that residency. She comes around yeah. once a year to the Cabot. That's I think awesome. It's mostly around the holidays. Yeah. Season. Well, I mean, that's unfortunately that's what she's known for now. Right. So Tony Thomas, in case you're listening, and there's still uh, uh, the uh, uh, the um, uh, tickets available. Yes, and, and there are still <laughs> tickets available uh, at this late date. Uh, you may be able to get a chance to uh, go and see Darlene Love in in beautiful Beverly. That's right. Also on Friday night, the Quins mm. with Nate Wilson and Ryan Foley. They are playing at Electric Haze in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's almost like we put this thing together yeah. at the same time. Amazing, uh-huh. isn't it? Be here in the Quins in a little bit. All right. The, the Quins were um, the First Waves Artist of the Month a couple of months back. August, I believe. August, a few <laughs> months back in the warmer weather. Uh, What's also, that like? I don't yeah. know. Also, I don't remember. <laughs> Also on Friday, December 6th, we have Americans at the Zorba Room in Lowell, Mass. And we have Victim of Circumstance and Red Sky Mary opening up for Blacktop Mojo on Friday at Wally's. Uh, Beach. Okay, that's a bill you got to go see. I saw Blacktop Mojo open up for uh, Blackstone Cherry at Wally's uh, a year or two ago. This band kicks ass. Uh, v- uh, very bluesy. Uh, the the blues side of the rock spectrum, I will tell you, they are amazing. Go check them out. I may have to check that out. That's next Friday? That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, crap. At, at Wally's, right? At Wally's. Playing with Victim of Circumstance yeah, and, and, and Red Sky Mary. Uh, it's going to be an amazing You know what? Show. If tickets are still available, I may have to yeah. buy some. Uh, if you miss Victim of Circumstance on Friday, Saturday, they are playing in Merrimack, New Hampshire at the Jade Dragon. And I believe it's just them that night. Uh, a, by the way, that's a really small venue. <laughs> Get there early. Also on Saturday, our in-studio guest this evening, Sal Baglio, is playing the Seaside Yuletide concert featuring John Butcher, Fly Amaro, and Alan Estes, along with Sal. Very cool. And that is at the Shaylin Lou Performance Center in Rockport, Massachusetts. And there you can get the tickets online at um, tickets.rockportmusic.org. Yes, and that's a venue that uh, appears in uh, 
JT's uh, concert or his Jazz Happenings concert report that he does very often. They do a lot of jazz up there. Thank great, you, JT. Great room. And you've got yeah, it, talented musicians. Go check it out if you have the chance. If you haven't heard our jazz show yet, uh, Sunday mornings, 9 and 10 o'clock. Correct. You'll hear JT. Yes, and our hangover some, helper. Our hangover helper. So uh, we just got a text. That, yeah, we'll, uh, get, we'll get that. Uh, no, hold on. Talk, we'll, talk. we'll get that later. All right. <laughs> Jesus. So we'll stick with Sal for a few minutes here since he was so gracious to spend almost his whole evening with us and travel up to see us. Uh, his band, The Amplifier Heads, which have just recently released their first album, Lauda. That will, uh, they will be playing Thursday, December 12th at once ballroom in Somerville, and that is a, um, a homeless uh, fun fundraiser, sorry. All proceeds will go to the Somerville Homeless Coalition. And then Sal will be playing with Tom Hambridge and Rattlesnakes on December 21st. That is at Sportsman's Tavern in Buffalo, New York. So a little bit out of our range. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's in our range. Because we go everywhere. We go Becca everywhere. Lee. We go everywhere, Becca Lee. It's it's not a day trip. No, <laughs> no it's not a day trip. <laughs> and there will be snow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. One way or another. All right. What else? December eleventh. I just wanted to remind you guys. We talked about it earlier. Boston Music Award Awards are at the House of Blues, and only a few tickets left. So if you do want to go check out um, quite a few live performances that evening, um, they they are available on BostonMusicAwards.com if you want to see the lineup. But I do know that there's a special tribute to Rick Ocasek and the Cars. Oh, very cool. Yes. So tickets are twenty dollars. You better go get them. There's only only a few, I think, left in the balcony. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. That's, so that's actually assigned seating, huh? It is. That's how, I'm sorry, you said House of Blues for that? Correct. Oh, very cool. So they don't have the middle part open? It's all seats? No, they do. It's just sold out. Oh, I see. I see. There's mezzanines open. Ah, yeah, I that's gotcha. what's left. I, I mean, gotcha. who knows? Maybe that's just okay. for show. No, that's that's cool. <laughs> that's great. It's almost sold out. That's a big That's a big uh, venue. So That's, that's great. Cool. I mean, they've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And that's all for the oh, first wave concert. Well, nice. Thank you, Becca Lee. Fantastic. All right. Uh, back to some music, and then uh, we'll see you on the other side.
Hey, this is Daryl Blood. Hey, I'm Julie Rose. We're Emma Hart. We are Blood of Fire. This is Ryan Lee Crosby. Hey, everybody, this is Gary Hoey, and you are listening to the one and only Wave Radio Boston, man. Check it out.
That just won't go away. Molly Crew. No matter how much we might want it. <laughs> and Molly Crew, don't go away. Before that, we had Victim of Circumstance. You've got nothing, which is absolutely not true uh, for them. They got it going on. At the top of that set, Tommy Two-Tone and Jenny Jenny 8675-309. Uh, you're listening to Wave Radio Boston. This is the first wave. We're uh, we're getting ready to wrap stuff up, but uh, have one more break, uh, get caught up on some stuff. So 
Yeah, I mean, being off last week for <clears throat> Turkey Day. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I just want to hit the Motley Crue thing first. Yes. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm sure Becca Lee saw this. Uh, Motley yes, Crue uh, has, uh, as we all knew they would, mm-hmm. uh, broken their contract with uh, the public and have gone back out uh, uh, on tour. and uh, One more paycheck. Yeah. One more paycheck. Yeah. So they uh, have announced that they will be playing Fenway Park with uh, Def Leppard, Poison, and uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if it's the original Blackhearts or not, but Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Uh, the day before my birthday. Ooh. Day before my birthday. And at Fenway Park. And at Fenway Park. Great Woo. place to see a show. On a big old Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Tuesday, a Tuesday in August. To, yeah, have the city you know to what? ourselves. For, yeah, right. For most of the fans there, that's just another day of unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, sorry. Uh, so that's interesting. I, I, I don't know about... I don't know about that. Uh, I'm going. Uh, you are going. Okay. Hey, you know, you guys can say all you want, but mm-hmm. if you've never been to... I, I've never seen any of those bands. I've seen Joan Jett. Mm-hmm. And Becca's seen all Which, of them. by the way, is the only <laughs> one that I would really pay money to see, and I didn't because I won the tickets, so I'll, I'll, I'll take that, too. Oh. Actually, I've never seen Def Leppard. Oh, really? I've never really? seen Really? Yeah. yeah. But I'm surprised poison. that they weren't on a bill somewhere that you had gone to see. It's kind That's, of strange. That is I know. weird. Mm. I know. You know what? Is, would you give a- your right arm to do it? To see them? <laughs> that is just not. Rick did. <laughs> not even nice. That is the second time in almost. I think I used that on Ashley's show too, and oh. people didn't like it then. Either. Oh no, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and that, they were like, "Oh, I'm like, really? Too really? soon? Too soon? Thirty-five years? Too soon? Really?" <laughs> it wasn't optional though for him. <laughs> you know, Pete, we should we should actually try to put together a game. Yeah. Uh, uh, Somehow we we may have to involve an intern in this so okay. that you and I can play of yeah. of, of bands that mm-hmm. bands that Becca Lee has, has she seen them oh. or not? Oh, oh that's gosh. a good that one. Be... And, that's and, a good. And, well, she's and, gonna have to put it together. Uh, since well, that's true. You'll have to put it together, and and you can you can work. She with can it play. Well. She may still get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> I, I most definitely may get I, it wrong. I can't remember. Did I see <laughs> I them or do not? Not. We, no. <laughs> we might have to consult the Ken Genie for uh, yeah, independent right. verification. Yeah. But uh, that might actually be a, that, a good uh, game. Uh, that's a good game because I we might have to play that. If you had said Def Leppard, I would have said, Oh yeah. Oh, of course. So yeah. we may have to put together that yeah. that, that show. Uh, yeah, but if you've never seen Poison live, I know you guys are going to say no, whatever. It is a just a great time. Yeah, look, great it's, time. It's hard for me to convince most people that the best live show I've ever seen was Bare Naked Ladies. So I'm going to give <laughs> you your me. poison. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> who, who was there? Uh, I'm going to give you your poison for that because you know what. I would never have expected that Bare Naked Ladies, of all the shows that I've seen, uh, that they would have had the best live show that I've ever seen. Yeah, and obviously Motley Crue—that's always a good time. You know, as the years went by, obviously the show got a little less. Yeah, if you, as long but. as you want to sing all the songs instead of the lead singer singing, which yeah. is probably a better choice. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, uh, for most of those bands, is that true? Although I think Brett Michaels still sings most yeah. of the songs because I don't think. Um, 
what's his name? Uh, Joe Elliott does a lot of singing anymore. No, I wouldn't know. I, Joan Jett were... still sings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, Joan Jett is now known as the old lady on the uh, Monday night fo- or the Sunday night football yes. uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Who is that old lady playing guitar oh, with Carrie Underwood? That's horrible. <laughs> you mean who's Carrie Underwood trying to sing with yeah. is the correct <laughs> answer to that. Who's the, the old lady question? smiling in the Carrie Underwood uh, video? Oh. It's really <laughs> bad. Poor Joni, Joni, Joni. Just say no every We're all once getting in a while. Mm-hmm. Say no every once in a while. There, you know Joni. what, though? is That's is pretty cool, is, uh, maybe yeah. I- I'll bet that helps spark uh, record sales because oh, sure. there actually are records from her. <laughs> yes, yes, there are records from her and and downloadable uh, yes. CD single, uh, downloadable singles, which yes. I'm sure is what most people are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we just want to get caught up on a couple of other notes here, tying stuff up. Becca Lee's raising her hand. <laughs> if you guys had to pick mm-hmm. one more band to be in that lineup, in that lineup, yeah, what do you think? Do they have Faster to be Faster Pussycat? Do they have to be together? No. No, I would I would say no. I think uh Bad Marriage should open that. Door. Oh, that would be really <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, but how how do you there's no way that the promoter would ever put a band that was better than right. than 3 quarters <laughs> right. of what's there. All right. Uh, so it can't be Bad So it can't be Bad Marriage. Right. Um <sighs> Faster Pussycat. Yeah. Why not? No, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be that. You know what? Big. You know what? Fa- well, right. Didn't Faster Pussycat have uh, have Fat Nikki Six playing with them when, when oh. we saw them? <laughs> All right. So, so I don't know what that guy's name so, is. So you, you know Fat Nikki Six. <laughs> you know. You know what I throw out there to to open that because chances are Joan Jett's going to be earlier in that set based on what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, letters to Cleo. It doesn't no. fit, though. No, no. Yeah, it does. Like it. Not for, not for, no. If not you want to keep it, well, yeah, I mean, maybe. Oops, sorry. Um, no, not for that, that vibe. That, All right. That, not, not for that vibe. I mean. You could put it with, like, cranberries or something. I mean. <laughs> It'd be a little hard. I, I, so, uh, so. Two two Lita names. Two Lita names. Ford. Okay, that was that one of the names. Cool, yeah. That was one of the names that came to my my head. And Sherry I, Curry. No. Yeah, yeah, throw 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 the whole damn band back together <laughs> yeah, again. Why not? Right? There you go. That that would be great. That would be amazing. A runaways reunion. A runaways reunion. Awesome. And, and Joan Jett's already on the bill, so mm-hmm. yeah, except Joan won't be in the same room with Lita. And, yeah, and Sherry. well, you know what? Is she can sing from the she can sing from uh, from, the, from the bleachers. Yeah, she'll do like a Maynard J. Uh, uh, Keenan uh, deal behind <laughs> nice. the uh, behind the uh, thing. Nice. So I would. I'm I would have said they would open probably. Okay, yeah. so I would have said Warrant, but he's dead. Right. Um, he's not Canadian. He's not Canadian. He, he might have been Canadian. I don't know. Oh, uh, dead uh, Canadian. Well, I didn't up. think so, uh, but maybe. Uh, so I will go. Then uh, I will go winger. Oh gosh. <laughs> you know what? Well, he isn't Kip Winger playing. Did we miss it's, him? Yes, Kip. You you missed Kip Winger. Uh, no, I want Skid Row. Oh, well, duh, duh, that was the obvious one. All yes. right. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Now, are they speaking with Sebastian? I don't know. Uh, well, it has to be a Sebastian Bach skid row. It has to, Yeah. I think they still tour with somebody else. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I don't think he, Which, they're speaking. The guy was okay. It was just. No, it would have to be a Sebastian Bach skid row. Yeah. But yeah, the whole band's good. So. Yeah. That would be cool. Okay. It's not happening unless, it they, is not. unless they're listening to the first wave on Wave right. Radio Boston. Right. So so at this hour at this hour we probably have fewer listeners. So if you have your your input as to who should be on that bill if you could add one more band, uh, you can hit us up at Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Uh, let us know if you're listening to the replay. Yes. And uh, speaking of the text line, we did get a text in 
uh, from our guy T from North of Boston. He uh, was helping, trying to help me out, and he said Teddy Pendergrass was in a car accident, leaving him in a in him wheelchair. Uh, he said no other obvious Google hits for eighty singers being shot. <laughs> I swear. Uh, and and maybe well, it's by a the way, what are thing. what are the odds that there are no other eighty singers being shot? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there are plenty of them hmm. who might have deserved. Well, it. I mean, there were people like Curtis Mayfield got shot, but I don't think that was the situation. And he was in the seventies, um, and then of course you had Marvin Gaye, but he was shot by his dad. Mm. Um, mm. So I don't think either of those. But thank you, thank you, T. Yeah, P- Teddy Pendergrass. Um, Try Bing. Try being not Google. Okay. Ask Jeeves. Is that still around? I was going to say, oh, Jeeves, is, is Ask Jeeves still around? I, I mean, hey, wait a remember minute. Maybe you could win a million dollars I from was Ask thinking Jeeves? about this it, the other day. It, is Jeeves dead or Canadian? <gasps> oh. Sounds Canadian. Sounds dead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm going with dead. And Both. He's yeah, the one that's been English. English. And by the way, you know who killed him? Google. There you go. That's right. Now, so what? Who's, with a bing. But, but who's, uh, whose search engine was Jeeves? Uh, jeez. Uh, no, it was it, Alta Vista. It might have been oh, Alta Vista. Geez, yeah, it could have been. Well, I'm gonna ask Google about Jeeves. So th- <laughs> <Yeah>. th- <laughs> Hold uh, by on. The way, by the way, that that is blocked. Hold on. The the universe may fold in yeah, on themselves. Yeah, this, on is, itself, this, so. this 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 could set off the. Uh, this could actually break right. the internet. Hold on. Just hold on. As Samuel L. Jackson says. Hold your butts. Uh, so, uh, Ask Jeeves. Uh, Ask Jeeves? Ask Jeeves <laughs> is still around as ask.com. Mm. Okay. Uh, is that like how to? And, and they, have, <laughs> they have three people who have searched it in the last year. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, now let's make seven. Why? And there, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. There, we, don't, we lost one person. There is a, uh, <laughs> there is a uh, link here that says why everyone stopped asking Jeeves. Uh, hmm. so. <laughs> because the answers were incorrect. Because we figured out yes. we actually couldn't talk to it. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. what I was thinking. Ask Jeeves, where, where is he now? That was, That's even uh, back in 2013. So Amazon should have named the lady yeah, Jeeves. Jeeves but it's a guy it's a lady not a guy yeah. Jeeves was why a guy why does it need to be but he, because Siri it was can be a, a man do you know that everyone everyone knows that 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 <laughs> it, it's 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 just more soothing to hear the woman whether it's whether you like it or not well unless she's giving you unless she's giving you gps directions in which case it's a little less soothing turn 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 you missed so, the turn you dick <laughs> So I changed my Siri to a man. Yeah, so yeah, I bet you did. So Becca Lee, Becca Lee has her Siri. That was very disturbing the first time I heard that. She, uh, what, but does, does what I sound, didn't know does he sound like a distinguished gentleman? No, or no? Uh, what I like didn't geez. realize is that you could have your Siri set to uh, Sebastian Bach. <laughs> so, uh, no, that's just him calling me. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, that's hey, how bad it is. For hey wow. Siri. Hey Siri. Text uh, Darlene. Are you sure you want to do that? It's not Klaus Maynard. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, my I'll, God. My, my default uh, metal singer is Klaus Maynard. It's all the same. Klaus Maynard. How, do, how does, how, how does uh, Sebastian Bach sound then? Oh, that's hard. Uh. <laughs> well, you don't have a mirror, you're, first you're, of all. Actually, <laughs> you're hoping it is. 
Okay. Yikes. All right. I think we uh, have, have we wasted enough time on this break? I think, I, I think so. so. All right. More than enough. I think we got to everything we wanted to get to. I yeah, think. I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, a little bit more music for you, then we're going to get out of here. We promise. So, Becca Lee's oh, raising her hand. Uh, oh, just when you thought we were out of here. No, I was kind of thinking that um, he might sound like the guy in. Um, Oh, the Canadian guy at grown the ups? pool. Yes. He might sound like grown-ups. Yes. So like hey, the- ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. 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 Yep. That's what we do. Oh, boy. The White Stripes. <laughs> Ready? 
your house ready for the harsh New England winter? Don't let this happen to you. Boston Generator is a full service and sales provider. Need a generator? They're the only Cummins authorized dealer north of Boston. Have a generator? They're also a full service repair and maintenance shop. Got a generator on your RV, your boat, your home, wherever it's mounted, they can fix it or make sure it's ready when you need it. Scheduling a service appointment is easy on bostongenerator.com. Be sure to mention Wave Radio Boston for $30 off an oil change. Don't be left out in the cold and dark this winter. Call 617-763-7821 or go to bostongenerator.com to schedule your service or speak with your friendly salespeople about a new generator. Don't forget to mention Wave Radio Boston for $30 off your oil change. Once again, that's 617-763-7821 or go to bostongenerator.com. Boston Generator, giving you the power when you want it, where you want it.
That's Heart on Wave Radio Boston. Becca, Dana, Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> Have ding, I redeemed ding, ding, myself? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, the Quins, uh, bright and new uh, on Becca Lee's concert report playing uh, this weekend. And Worcester. In Worcester, Massachusetts. Electric Haze. Uh, Electric Haze. Oh, yeah. There's been uh, quite a few bands play uh, at that venue. I think... Um, Analog Heart did a turn there a couple mm-hmm. uh, a couple yes, while they ago. Did. Yep. Uh, before the Quins, we had the White Stripes and Icky Thump. All right. I think it's just about time to get on out of here. 
So anytime you hear that music, you know it's time for us to pack our stuff and make our way to the door. But be first. Be first? Be, be first. first. Be first. <laughs> Don't be first out the door. But, but, but <laughs> first, we'd love to say some thank yous and offer our heartfelt apologies. All right, all right, all right, all right. I know. I got to apologize to Neil Young. I really just didn't know he was Canadian, and I thought maybe he died in the last three weeks. Still alive. Still alive. I'm very sorry. I have to apologize to music fans everywhere. Or at least Neil Young fans. Uh, So uh, I'm going to apologize to Motley Crue and the rest of their Fenway bill, except for Joan Jett, because I never disparaged her. Okay. Uh, I'd also like to apologize to Sebastian Bach and Klaus Mena. Mena! Mena! See, I'm not sure you had to actually apologize to Klaus, but you know what? It, well, if it's I... very magnanimous <laughs> of you. If I associated Klaus Mena with Sebastian oh, Bach. Oh, oh, you're right. Stop. See, I missed that part of it, so yes, you do need to apologize. They probably had a really good time on... Um, it was not. Not Live Aid. The Rock, the Rock, the Vote. Rock uh, the Vote, in, right? In I Moscow. believe they were both there, right? In Moscow, yeah. Yes. The infamous uh, tour with Ozzy on the plane yeah. with Motley Crue. That must have been fun. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, um, my other apology goes out to Canadians everywhere. Yeah. Uh, mine goes out to dead people everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. We got it all covered, I think. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, any other apologies, Becca Lee? I have to apologize to Sal. For not being half as cool as him. <laughs> well, we well, all have, we to, all have to apologize for that. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, so I, I would like to thank uh, produce music producers everywhere. Mm. Uh, you know, it kind of came up as a recurring topic tonight, both mm. on and off air. Yes, uh, about producers and. Uh, Especially musicians who have become producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Ocasek is a, a great sure. example of that. As yep. uh, so, thank you to all of you who mm-hmm. were just trying to do your little bit to pay your musical knowledge forward. Uh, we have all benefited from it, so thank you. Yes. And speaking of producers, that it all ties in. Uh, just want to thank uh, Elvis Costello. Uh, he came up as a common theme tonight, so I figured I give I throw him a thank you. Sure. Yeah. And we should thank drummers. Uh, that was drummers. also yes. well. We always have to thank the drummers yes. because the, the 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 drummers are the ones who are like you know all all the rest of the band are out uh, chatting with the chicks. Yes, uh, and he's the one who's hauling for about an hour, yeah, and hauling still, all his still gear, still breaking up the yes. breaking down the set, and, and, and hauling it out to the van. And by the time he gets back, is everybody's gone. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, a uh, heartfelt thank you to our sponsor, Boston Generator. Thank you again for having faith in. Wave Radio Boston, uh, be sure to, I bet uh, there's some people out there that wish they had their generator uh, serviced, so uh, please uh, reach out to Boston Generator for all your generator service and sales needs. Yeah, and if you didn't need that because you needed your uh, probably more snowblower uh, people this year, uh, I know that... that, uh at my at my particular uh, place of residence, the uh, snowblower died, and uh, luckily there were some backup plans. So uh, thank you to uh, I big thank you to my uh, landlord. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, I mean, I have my biggest thank you. Of course, goes out to Sal Baglio for being our very special guest for this evening. Hung out 
for uh, an amazing amount of time with us, shared some great stories, uh, played some amazing music, and uh, I think what is probably a one-of-a-kind uh, Christmas song for us. So uh, thank you very much to Sal for hanging out and being just an amazing guy in the Boston music scene. Absolutely. For so many years. And yes. and, and and really, I know he's helped a lot of people along the way. So yep. a big thank you for Great that. Guy. Beyond that, uh, I'd like to thank our favorite intern for our, our newly favorite intern. Yes. Uh, actually doing some work uh, yeah. for the Debtor Canadian segment. Yes. Thank you to thank the you. interns for doing work. Thank you for that making doesn't me involve... look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for doing work that doesn't <laughs> in, that doesn't involve uh, washing Beckley's car. Yes, or or for once. Oh, I was going to say. Apparently, yeah, we, we don't have any interns. I was going <laughs> to wait a minute. <laughs> I, I was pretty sure you're going to look at it going, no, that would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> they can wash it. They can wash it. Any other thank yous for any from anybody? Uh, thank you. To, you know, just in general is, is uh, thank. Thank you for everyone who is involved, uh, who is supporting us with the station, all of the other shows, all of you guys, yes. all the other hosts. Yes. Uh, a big shout out to all of you, and we'll get to that in a minute. But yep. thank you very much for uh, for being here and helping us to entertain the masses. That's right. The we masses can't, we must can't be do it all ourselves. That's right. We keep telling ourselves that. Yeah, we like to think <clears throat> we can, but it's just not happening. All right, Pickley, you all set? I'm good, thank All you. All right, John Anthony, get us out of here. All right, as always, our biggest thank you is to every one of you listening. If you haven't done so yet, please like our Facebook page and share our posts with your friends. We really do rely on you to help us spread the word about Wave Radio Boston. You can listen to the first wave every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We do hope you can join us next week. We want to share the air. If you're interested in your own show on Wave Radio Boston, email us at sharetheair at waveradioboston.com. Don't forget to tune in to Bottoms Up, Appetite for Discussion, Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. Also live from the Fallout Shelter, Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, and Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, The Vinyl Vault with JC, all music from vinyl. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com. On behalf of Pete Hudson and Becca Lee, I'm John Anthony thanking you for spending time with us. WaveRadioBoston.com. We are internet radio for the cassette generation. Rock on, everyone.
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.